is my town, baby. No matter, you know, I've kind of lived, lived all over here, from downtown out to, uh, to West Chicago to the big move I made back in the late 90s. I moved six miles west out to Batavia. That was, that was me covering the suburbs, but it's good to be here. It's, let's do a check on everybody. Tony, good morning. Tony, Lass- I got the A-team this morning here. Lasano's here. I've got uh, the, the WLSAM 890 legend. Michael Gray out at the helm. Yes. Here they come riding in. This is WLSA 890 with the A-Team. And there he is, my guy, Nick Gale. Nick Gale in the News Center. Good morning. You know that uh, Rob Martyr tried to bust in on some of your territory, and I kind of started to fall for him a little bit. <laughs> you know, just because... Just because we were, you know, we were at the party, I was, I was getting a little hazy. Uh-huh. Uh, you weren't there; he was. You know, he, you got to dance with who brung you. Yeah, sing with who sung you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Fling with who flung you. How are you, man? Good. Did you have a good Christmas? I, you know what I did. I, uh, I had a good Christmas. Um, it was low key. I didn't get to visit with my uh, kids, um, because uh, my littlest one, my youngest, uh, has the Rona. Oh, no. Oh, my God. My God. We almost lost her. No, she's fine. (laughs) She's fine. She actually was asymptomatic. Um, You know, nothing really other than being a little tired. Mm -hmm. So we thought in the best interest of, uh, you know, Grandma, Grandpa. Well, Grandpa's already dead. Um, But uh, we still want to be safe around him. Um, But uh, she's doing well. I think today is the last day she has to be on any uh, any of this Omnicronic Camellia uh, protocol. So other than that. (laughs) You know, it was cool. It was it was uh, ridiculously warm. And uh, I didn't go to my sister's house until later in the day on Christmas Day. Neighbors probably thought I was some kind of a heathen when they heard the uh, the power washer fire up. I'm up there washing the undercarriage of the Nifty 150, cleaning my truck. I'm out there washing. But I didn't have to be to my sister's house till about 3. Yeah. Neighbor kid comes walking over. John, he's a good boy. And uh, he's like, I can't take it in the house. It's crazy. I said, well, it's Christmas, John. That's part of being crazy. You know, and, and, and John, is a, he's an interesting guy. I, I, I've said this before about him. I think that I was put at this neighborhood just to kind of look after John. He's a good guy. He needs, needs a little guidance from time to time, and I'm there for him. I do a lot of fun things with him, and we go to football games together and things like that. He's a good boy. And uh, he goes, my grandpa's missing. Oh. And, uh, I'm, you know, my truck is, is still wet. And I said, well, you know, the best way to... Take your mind off your grandpa missing is to grab a towel and help me dry. Yeah. <laughs> and he did. And he did. <laughs> <laughs> but it's amazing because his grandfather was missing. And I kept waiting to get a silver alert on my phone, and it never came. Um, his dad, uh, members of the family, they jumped in their car, um, and they started looking for this guy. He, um, from from Illinois, he was from Elmwood Park, moved to Tennessee, move back he has dementia now and he's not supposed to drive anywhere but somehow over the holidays grandma and grandpa or or, or grandpa okay grandma's already passed on but grandpa was supposed to come to the house but somebody else was supposed to bring him he decided to find the keys jump in his truck drive from schaumburg all the way to elmwood park everybody's out looking for him and i really think i did the kid a favor by letting him help me drive the truck because it did get his mind off of it but uh, but they found him, and the uh, the Aurora police, the Batavia police, stopped by. Uh, state police were looking for him, and they 
you know, they called OnStar, they clicked on that little tracker, and they put the uh, they put everything. But that that was an interesting that was an interesting deal right there. Yeah, yeah, you know, and I'd and I'd been through that before with, with my dad. So uh, that that was. But but other than that, that was the excitement. Um, but uh, but pretty low key. How about you? Did the, did the kids enjoy it? Because let's face it, at this point of your life, it's all about kids and Christmas and us as adults. It's nice to have the day off, hang out with family, uh, you know, know the reason for the season and just kind of uh, decompress for a little bit. Did you get a chance to do that? Uh, no, not personally. But the, so the four-year-old ripped into all the presents right right away, and he kept asking if he could help other people open their presents. The two-year-old opened about five presents and then was disinterested. <laughs> so they're still wrapped under the tree <laughs> for the two-year-old. Well, that's cool. You can, you know what? We we are celebrating Kwanzaa this week. You can just, you mm-hmm. know, make yeah. it like Hanukkah. Do a present yeah. a day or something. Present a day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm going to start calling him Saint Francis. I don't think he has any materialistic. <laughs> he doesn't care. <laughs> well, that's you know, but that's the beauty of it. Yeah, because you get yeah. to a certain yeah. point. My son is the same way. You know, my son was like, Dad. You know, I showed you what my son got for Christmas. You know, and uh, he just wanted some ammo. He wanted yeah. ammo, and uh, and I and it, you know it's expensive. It's hard to come by. He's an outdoor loving man, and uh, yeah. you know so I got him that. But uh, again, I I couldn't hang with him because of his proximity to his sister. And I really think that my ex wife kind of liked not having to go anywhere and just just decompressing and chilling. You know, but uh, today is the day when uh, everybody. Uh, if you thought yesterday was busy at the mall, oh, today is going to be absolutely crazy. Mm-hmm. And uh, um, so, uh, so get ready for that. I mean, there is really a, a lack of uh, any activity right now. I was the only guy on the Ike from uh, Mannheim to uh, downtown uh, to the Burn Interchange, oh, and and so I used all the lanes. I used the shoulder. <laughs> I I just I, you know, I, I figured I'd use it all. But uh, as we as we kind of got into the uh, the Christmas spirit, uh, we took Friday off here, and then uh, or actually it was Thursday. Thursday afternoon, I'm out with some buddies of mine. We decided to have uh, have a little excitement. We went to this place called the, Troop, the Two Brothers Brew Pub in Warrenville. Mm. Now, I they used to be the, the Two Brothers Roundhouse out in Aurora that used to be the old Walter Payton's place. And mm-hmm. I don't know if they're still there, but I, I went and I met up with my buddies. And while we were there, I'm getting text messages from Gina saying, well, guess where I am? And I said, uh, I don't know, some other dude's house? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'd be if I were you. I, should, I, don't, I don't even like me. But uh, <laughs> she was at Nordstrom in Oak Brook. Uh-huh. And, I'm, I, and, and, uh, and I, you know, so I'm out there with my buddies. I'm not paying attention to my phone. And then I find out that there's all hell breaking loose out at the uh, Oak Brook Mall. Mm. But being the frugal shopper she was, she was at the Oak Brook uh, at the Nordstrom's rack, she wasn't right. at the mall. But isn't it? I mean, you know, we we saw over the weekend. We saw, you know, pre weekend and then Christmas holiday. We saw lawmakers getting carjacked. We saw pandemonium yeah. at shopping malls. And it's it's. I've always said, you know, nobody's going to take notice of really what's going on until this reaches the fancy zip codes. And I hate to say that, and I hate to sound like that. And you should be safe in any neighborhood. Doesn't matter where you are. You should. You should. You have the right to be safe in any neighborhood in any town in America. But we don't. And I just wonder if this is what drives the uh, the, the prosecutors, the lawmakers, to say, "Hey, you know what? You know, we can still be equitable. We can still be fair. We can still take care of everyone." 
But we need to crack down on crime. I don't care what your skin color is. We, we can't let people go unprosecuted. There's a story, and I didn't want to talk about this this morning because we're still in that... I feel like we're still in that kind of holiday mode where I want to, yeah. I want to, you know, I want to be, I want to be a glass half full kind of guy. Um, but there's a story about a guy who shot his wife six times here in Chicago. She was driving. He shot her six times. And a year ago, he was being investigated by Cook County for dropping his son and killing his son. <sighs> He's out on bond on a gun charge, on a felony gun charge. He's out on bond. Mm-hmm. He's out on bond. Then he ends up shooting his his uh, the, the mother of his child six times. You can't let that happen. No. No. But I don't want to. I don't. You know, let's not. But if we don't, here's the thing. I don't want to talk about stuff like that. But we're going to have another three and a half hours of, of nothing to talk about. Right. There. Yeah, it's a dead week. <laughs> and for people that don't know what you're talking about with Oak Brook, there it, it, there was basically a gunfight that broke out in the mall. On, yeah, it was Thursday night, and right? They're, and they're, they're still looking for the one guy, and although he yeah. is wearing a mask, I mean, it's pretty easy to tell who he is. Somebody knows who that guy is. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I don't think he was there to, to buy his, uh, you know, his, his shopping gifts. Um, yeah. I, I think he was just there to cause trouble, and that's the thing, you know. I, you know, now if the, if the you know, it used to be the gang activity was confined into a, a certain area or two or three, and now it's right. just it's just gotten crazier and crazier. So something's going to have to, something's going to have to, there's going to have to be a little come to Jesus on that. You can't have all your, your lawmakers and everybody, you know, wishing you a Merry Christmas and telling you to mask up and worry about the Omicron virus <laughs> when you've right. got people shooting each other in the street and people ripping off each other's cars. As a matter of fact, I posted up a video I took of a guy in a in a carjacking on the outbound Eisenhower. Jeez. It's an, it's I, guys, I wouldn't share it on the WLS page, but it's me. I was there. I saw it. I called it into the state police, and they're like, oh, yeah, Silver Sinan. I go, yeah. Door open, guy hanging out. Yeah. Yeah, that's carjacking. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, thanks. I'm glad we had, I'm glad we had this We're chat. You guys it. all take care. Is this the end? Dogs are jumping all over the place. <laughs> I, I, you know, I go to bed last night at, at 8.05, and uh, I... I Gina's like, it's 8.05. Why are you going to bed? I'm like, oh, I don't know, because i got to be up at 3. <laughs> like to get six hours of sleep here, six or seven hours. You know, because she operates on a schedule where she doesn't get eight hours. Don't even talk to her. Don't look at her. <laughs> so then it's about 1 o'clock, man. It's thundering. It's crashing. It's lightning. It's it's raining. It's crazy. And, uh, you know, I, and, and now we're having a full-on conversation in the middle of the night. And uh, I said to her, I said, well, not, this is why I went to bed early, because now we're up. I've got to get the dog a calming treat. My dogs. (laughs) My dogs are so strung out, you would think it's the summer of love around my house, man. (laughs) These dogs are doing so much CBD oil, or, you know, or CDB oil, Charlie Daniels. I said, just put on some Charlie Daniels. That'll do it for them. (laughs) It's just crazy, but it was storming and crazy. It's going to be warmer, they say, by the end of the day, listening to our Weather Channel forecast, it's going to end up. To be a pretty nice day, but it looks like we might have some snow uh, tomorrow, but then warmer, but maybe more seasonal next uh, next week. The uh, NASCAR driver who unintentionally sparked the Let's Go Brandon chant has run into a little bit of trouble. Have you heard about this? No. This is Brandon, this is Brandon Brown. Brandon Brown is the, uh, is the guy who uh, won a NASCAR Xfinity race. I still call it the Bush Series race. Um, he yeah. won the race. And, uh, you know, the, the crowd was in the background being disrespectful. They were being disrespectful, and, um, uh, you, you know, they started that chant, um, you know, let's go, Brandon. 
and uh, or that's 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 what the the NBC reporter said they were saying. Right. Let's go, Brandon. <laughs> we all know what they were saying. I mean, come on, we were there. We we saw. <laughs> Excuse me. And no problem. Um, he <laughs> he says now that he can't get sponsors on his car. He says people oh, no. won't sponsor him. It's very difficult for us. It's it is anyway. But if you're a national corporation, that means you sell to all consumers. And let's face it, no matter if you're in the uh, the truck series or even if you're in an ARCA Midwest Touring Series, it's very important you take care of your sponsors. you got to live a clean life. He says, unfortunately, we've gotten dragged into the political arena. People want us to take a side. Yeah. So now he can't get a, a, an, a, an endorsement. He can't get a, a a big sponsor for his car. And the kid's a good wheel, man. I mean, you win at that level of racing. <laughs> yeah. You win at any level of racing, you're pretty good. Uh, but he can't. Uh, he, he he says I've been uh, he's been dragged in, and, uh, and and it's not good for him, and it's hard for him to find a sponsor. Oh, we need Mike Lindell over at My Pillow <laughs> to this get behind him. This cancel culture is killing me. Uh huh. This cancel culture is killing me, and I need you to donate some money right now. You know, the My Pillow thing came up at uh, at my sister's. Oh, yeah, because I gave my mom a my pillow. I wasn't a yeah. fan of the my pillow. It didn't work for me. Okay, I like Mike Lindell. I'm just not a fan of the pillow. Yeah. Uh, you know, it, just like anything, you know, a pillow is a pretty personal deal. It's got to work and work well for you. And then my my liberal sister there just she's off the rails. I mean, and and I was really good. I I stayed I stayed neutral on the whole thing. I didn't get in fights with anybody. And I just thought, wow, man, this 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 family is absolutely crazy. And you wonder why I was only here for 45 minutes. You want any dessert? Nope, gotta go. <laughs> Not taking the calories. But to that is Brandon Brown. And this is how this all started, if you don't know. And I did get a Let's Go Brandon ornament in the uh, in the stocking. Did uh, I? Yeah. I send you a picture yeah. of that? Yeah. <laughs> Boy, positivity it. reigned supreme yesterday. It was positive, positive, positive as your Chicago Bears look pretty good out there in Seattle. Can I just ask, and, and if we decide in Chicagoland. Again, I'm not the biggest NFL fan anymore. I think it's because my life's moved on to more important things. But if we are going to build another stadium and it doesn't have a a roof over it, I don't care if it's Visqueen. I don't care if it's tin that you buy at Menards. I don't care if it's, uh, you know, from Feldco. It needs to have, I don't care if it's asphalt shingles. You can't put high-dollar athletes on a field like that and expect them to perform at a high level and not get hurt. That game in Seattle was absolutely ridiculous with all that yeah. snow. That's, you know, call it football weather. Call you what it is. Football weather was never. It wasn't a seventeen-game season back then, right? You know, it was eight or nine games, and it ended. And then there was this really cold game one time in uh, in uh, Green Bay against uh, Dallas and and the Packers, and they call it the Ice Bowl. And somehow being cool and freezing your ass off got cool. But yesterday. <laughs> The cup runneth over, and, and all of a sudden, that cup was full of Kool-Aid, and oh, everybody was drinking from it. <laughs> After the, the game last week, um, my, my freshman son and I were driving home, and we just talked about, you know, the, the story that he's learned about um, no regrets and emptying your cup. And, he, and without dragging it out, it was a pretty cool story that he, that he right now um, is doing as a, as a young athlete. And I thought it really resonated with our team and our coaches, our players, that if you, whatever you do, win, lose, or draw, if you just empty your cup, if you got a full cup, you got a half cup, and you empty it, and we all empty our cups, we'll have a, a damn good chance to win the football game. If you just pour your cup and you don't empty it, then you're not giving it all you got. Red Solo Cup, I lift you up. And David Montgomery had a heck of a game, too, but here, this is... This is the, the Nagy, you know, for as much as we hear about the team 
being out on this guy, and he's lost the locker room, and Justin Fields, you know, and this is all clickbait for you to click on your on your computer screen there while you're, you know, searching for things on Facebook right. Marketplace or other things you might be looking at on your on your computer. Sustainable Grace. Y- yes. ShopSustainableGrace.com for all your, <laughs> you know, for all your post-holiday needs. But David That's Montgomery, it. same thing. He loves Matt Nagy. Because Nagy's a, he's a, he's an amazing coach um, and even a better person. Sure he is. And um, I feel like... Uh, Everybody kind of get this weird, this bad depiction of who he is, but he's also he's he's actually a great guy and a great coach. And um, ever since he's ever since I've been on the Bears, um, day in day out, he's always emptied his cup. And to, and yesterday his speech was, um, no matter how it may look, no matter what the record looked like, empty your cup, whether it's half full or it's full, empty it all out, um, and don't have no regrets doing it. Yeah, no regrets. Wow. Get a tattoo like that, just like they did in Where the Millers. No regrets. Right. No regrets. <laughs> but, you know, here, let me just say, I had a couple questions for you specifically, Mr. Gale, newsman, because mm-hmm. uh, I know you know everything and you keep it all uh, locked up yeah, there in that cranium. Don't know about that. Was, was it the Lake Forest Kerry Grove g- game where they were yelling at Nagy's son? Oh, that's right. Uh, or was that somewhere else? It might have been. Because his son plays for Lake Forest. So you're telling me. That Nagy has a kid who's a freshman and he's playing as a varsity uh, team member? That's stout. Oh, that's interesting. That's stout. That's when I – see, I don't pick anything else up out of that other than this. The kid must be a pretty good football player yeah, as a freshman. Okay. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, and, and I want to feel bad for Matt Nagy, but, you know, I've, I've worked on a team where they said to me, hey, you know what, uh, we're not going to renew your contract and you're going to be gone, um, but you still need to perform at a, at a certain level up until December 18th of uh 2018 and and you do it and you know you're making good money so you can't really feel you you can't feel too sorry for the guy because you know he's making good money he'll land somewhere and uh you know these guys get paid ridiculous amounts of money so i'm not going to worry too much about uh, you know about matt Nagy's well-being but i do want to say something about nick Foles, and uh, we should find the audio tony we should find the audio of a job of uh uh, uh, jeff fisher when uh, he was the coach of Gosh, I forget what team it was. It was somewhere out on the West Coast. Maybe it was the Chargers. I can't remember. But he told Nick Foles, he goes, hey, Nick, how you doing? Coach Fisher here. Have a good summer? Yeah, well, all right. How's the wife? How's the family? We got to let you go. That was Nick Foles that happened to. Then he goes out to Philadelphia, wins a uh, Super Bowl. He sits on the sidelines, waits to get his crack this year, and he just plays the game. And he, and he does it at a high level. He looked really good yesterday, and the Bears didn't quit. And I don't care what their record is. I'm not a huge fan of, of the NFL anymore. Um, yep. You know, and not until they start wearing uh, notes on the back of their helmet that says stop mall shootings, stop carjackings, and things like that. Then I'll be right. back on board. But, uh, you know, I don't, I don't like what, what they've turned into. You know, I don't, I don't tune into the uh, sporting world to get my social justice warrior, uh, you know, uh, speak. I, yeah. I, I get that if I want it. You know, I'm not part of the problem, so I guess that bugs me. But uh, but the Bears, they looked all right yesterday. Hey, Ray, in regards to your neighbor uh, neighbor who uh, lost their grandfather, Apple AirTags, um, to monitor seniors. AirTags, aren't those things I get under my arms, in my armpits? <laughs> no. Oh, no, those are skin <laughs> tags. Different. Okay. <laughs> yeah. That's a good idea, though. Those little, some uh, a company that makes them, they call them tiles. Yeah. And they're just, yeah. Yeah. Just yeah. Gina got them got, on my keys. Gina got me, a, exactly. Because I can't, I can't keep anything in track. You know, I mean, I lose keys, I lose my wall, and I lose it all. And, uh, and then I use that tile. Yeah. Well, Michael's got one. That's interesting. It's about the size of a credit card. 
and then it goes on your key fob, so that you could just put this right into that old person's shoulder. Sew it right in there. What do you think, Michael? That take maybe two or three stitches. Are you calling me old? <laughs> no, you. I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about the neighbor guy. I love you. You're the A team. <laughs> Michael's been here since Larry Lujak was working this morning. Uh, that's man. true. <laughs> Legend. Am radio. This is what this. If if, if the world, if the if the city, if society. Came back to listening to AM radio and you put your phones down and you got rid of your social media. We might be once again a great nation. Don't get me wrong, I think we are a great nation, but the reason we're playing Brother Ray in America is because Nick was talking about new laws that come into effect in the state this year. And one of those laws, and I like this, this is, this is just the kind of guy I am. In an effort to support local manufacturers, the Illinois State House bill requires state agencies and institutions to only purchase Illinois and American flags made in the United States of America. Amen. I like that. I was talking with Gina yesterday, and she was talking. There's another um, Illinois state law, and I don't have it in front of me, but I, I know that at the uh, DNR uh, parks in the state of Illinois, um, you were mm. to fly the American flag, the state flag, and as Gina called it, the Palmia flag. I said, what? <laughs> You know, the Palmia flag. Really? I said, what? <sighs> I go, when you get in your car, do you call the, uh, do you call the, uh, the transmission, uh, you know, the, 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 uh, the letters there, and in, 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 do you call that a Prindle? <laughs> I said, you mean P-O-W-M-I-A? Yeah, Palmia. No. <laughs> and then we get off into it. She a, know what that means, oh, yeah, I hope. She, oh, oh, sure she does. Okay. Sure she does. Right. Here's another law. Uh, when a loved one passes, family's already, let's face it, man, dying is not cheap. And the things that, no. that, that your spouse, your parents, your loved one has to go through, when either you kick it or I kick it or mom or dad kicks it, is ridiculous. First of all, you have to have 87 death certificates to prove that somebody's actually mm -hmm. dead. And it's a pain, you know, because as you're supposed to be grieving and going through that process of tightening up everything that's left behind not only do you have to go through the process of grieving but you have to go through a lot just to to you know make sure your i's are dotted your t's are crossed new illinois law ends early termination fields fees on utility contracts for people who uh have passed so you don't have to keep paying at&t for your phone bill if you're not losing it or using it so Juneteenth, beca Juneteenth became uh, a holiday. Now, we know that this was set into action uh, last year. I think Pritzker signed that into legislation a few mm -hmm. days before this year's Juneteenth uh, 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 mark and then subsequent passing. But this year, that'll be a holiday as well. So just another weekend for you to get a deal on a mattress at, uh, at the local mattress store. <laughs> um, standardized testing is optional. You know, Miranda, who uh, helps out here on the mo morning show and Bruce is here, um, she was really excited about this. She says, I don't test well. I don't test well, and this would help me get into a better school. And I told her, I said, you know what, don't, don't, you don't have to get into a better school. I went to Columbia College in Chicago, and I'm doing fine. <laughs> Minimum wage increase. Um, you know the other one I – here, this is another one that said no more hair discrimination in schools. This uh, is because of a little boy, the Jet – Hawkins Act. He was named and inspired. It was named after him and inspired by him. He's a four-year-old little man in Chicago faced discrimination for wearing his hair in braids at his preschool. And it, it, yeah, I know. I can't. I can't understand 
how somebody would discriminate against somebody. That's just it's stupid. Unfathomable. But you know what? How many times have you gotten your hair cut and somebody comments on it? Think about it. Well, yeah. You know? I mean, for some reason, I don't know what the stupidity is behind people that always want to comment on my hair. Uh, you know, it, it, I used to wear a flat top all the time, and I guess it's just part of a... Mm-hmm. You know, now I wear... It's still tight on the sides. I do a double high part. It's a little more professional. Um, my agent said, you know what? That hair, that hairstyle makes it look so... You don't necessarily look like a Marine that's wanting to go kill somebody. You know, soften your look up a little bit. When you're on Fox News, it looks a little bit better. You don't look like Dan Bongino. <laughs> I'll tell you right now, I'll fight all you people. All right? Book it. I'll fight you all. But, you know, you, you know so I, I, can, I can see that. But why in the world you would, you, especially a little boy, a four-year-old, it's like, you really have nothing better in your life than that? Yeah. So those are just some of the laws. And what is the one that you talked about for the lemonade stand? Because that is absolutely crazy. So you're saying, I think it was that if you're under the age of 16, you can have a lemonade stand and not be shut down by a municipality? Or you yeah, there was, a, a, there was somebody who was down in Kankakee, a, a girl who was like 12. And I, I, don't, I don't remember if it was a local sheriff or something, but they, they shut her down because the health department says, ah, you can't run a lemonade stand. You're not licensed. <laughs> You got to wear a mask. You got to wear a mask. <laughs> yeah, we don't know where that lemonade's been. We don't know. Excuse me. No problem. <laughs> I think I might be out of the woods uh, on the uh, Hallmark movies. And and uh, yesterday I tweeted out, and the tweet didn't age very well. So we were in the uh, in the palatial uh, vinyl sided mansion yesterday, and mm-hmm. you know it was one of those days where we kind of looked at each other and we're just sitting around. We taking the dogs for a walk. We went on our walk. And uh, we hadn't worked out yet, and we really hadn't done much. And I said, man, I go, we're just sitting here getting fat. And uh, she says, well, you are. And I said, I know. And and uh, But it was one of those days where we were pretty chill. And I said, well, let's, let's – I went down and I worked out for about an hour, and I knew it was a late game for the Bears. And she's watching that damn Hallmark channel. And I said to her, I go, every one of these movies ends the same. Let's watch the Bears game. And she, without hesitation – and I think this is me rubbing off on her, says, the Bears games all end the same, too. Why do we have to watch them? <laughs> See, this is why I love this woman. She's funny. And she, you know, and, and I, there was no recourse for me to, to you know, what, what's your retort? Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're, you're right. right. Um, but it was amazing yesterday that it did end differently. So that was a tweet yesterday that didn't end well. But here's what I found out, because this, this bugged me and I wanted to know. But it, there's research out there. There's actual research that somebody did. This is what worries me about standardized testing and getting into good colleges and if you really need to go. Go to the School of Hard Knocks. It'll work out better for you. We know the plot lines are unrealistic. We know that they end very predictably. But... The human brain loves patterns, and they love stuff that always ends well. So if it's something that your brain knows is going to end well, um, that's why people and women are drawn to the Hallmark Channel. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, See, now, if you're watching a Bears game and, and you know that they're going to lose, well, that probably puts you in a... Well, it doesn't... It, <laughs> it, it, it used to be. I mean, it used to be that if you were, you know... It, We've become so disenfranchised with that football team that um, you you don't expect them to do well anymore. But if you are maybe in Green Bay or New England or Tampa where your teams seem to do pretty well, that if they don't win the next day, you're usually in a pretty crappy mood. 
I mean, for years and years and years, there's been studies done about domestic abuse. I don't mean to make light of this at all. But domestic um, domestic quarrel calls go up precipitously in Green Bay after a Packers loss. That's not a joke. That's a fact. Huh. So, you know, maybe it's maybe those folks up there in Green Bay need to watch the Hallmark Channel more. Maybe Gina's on to something here. <laughs> But we may be out of the woods on that one. About this before we went to break, husband of the Illinois Democratic state lawmaker fired legally, legally, at the perps during a carjacking. Legally, that is the key. Kimberly Lightford was with her husband, Eric McKinney. We talked about this last week. Man, scary stuff. Can you imagine? You know, you, you're just going about your day. You know, we, we expect to, you know, we expect to live in a, a, in a world where we have you know, not only certain liberties and equalities, but we also expect to live in a nation where we're safe and we're free. Um, that's kind of deteriorating lately, especially in Chicago. And it's happening at alarming rates, up almost 500% the uh, numbers of carjackings that have uh, that have gone up in, uh, year to year. This happened in Broadview last week. He's a legal gun, over with a con- a gun owner with a concealed carry license. I'm thankful that my husband and I are alive and physically unharmed, she said in a statement last week. I want to thank anyone who, everyone who has offered their love and support. You know, this, this shouldn't happen to anybody. You know, your stuff is your stuff. Your safety should be your safety. But here is a woman who is always talking about common sense gun laws. I say we need common sense prosecution and common sense criminal reform in this state. I get it. You know, there there are instances and areas of our law system that have broken down from time to time. But by and large, the system works pretty well. And you have to trust in the system. We talk about it all the time. We could talk about the uh, guy that shot his baby mama six times in her vehicle uh, uh, just over the weekend. We could talk about the the guy that drove his uh, uh, car through a uh, parade in Waukesha out on a, uh, on a gun charge. Felony gun... Charge, you know, guys should not be out on bond in this state. It's ridiculous. Yet it's always going to come down to we need common sense gun laws, and it's all these people from Indiana bringing guns here. It's such a bunch of BS. And Lightford was one of those who championed the uh, overhaul of the criminal justice system that eliminates cash bail. Yeah. Uh, next year, I think that kicks in, and uh, other things that the, basically lets people like this back out. Yeah, they on walk the in an hour, uh-huh. in an hour, and then you sit in your scratch your head and you cry. He was a good boy. I can't understand why he got shot yeah. when he was shot by somebody that was just put in jail two hours ago. Mm-hmm. And then we sit here and we, you know, we're just so full of crap. We're so full of crap in this town, in this state. Are you kidding me? Why can't we call it like it is? If you do, I don't care who you are, what color you are. If you're stupid enough to pull a gun and shoot somebody, well, you gotta. You, then you have to be tried by a jury of your peers. You can't be right back out on the street. It is a ridiculous process. You know, when we talked to Joe Perillo, almost well, I guess a few weeks ago yeah. now, he here's a guy. You know, these guys broke into his store. They stole watches. He wanted to be mad at him, but he just started. He broke down and he cried because that he knows they're stuck in a system. And until we change it, people will remain to be stuck in a system. Now, why does she want to have uh, do away with cash bail, make it easier for these guys that carjacked her to get out? Why does she want to make it harder for law-abiding citizens to protect themselves? And you know what? I'm just going to say something. Before we went to break, I said, you know, when you, when, you, when you sit there and you're a concealed carrier, if you have to protect, listen, 
If, if my family's life was on the line, there's no issue with me. There's no gray area with how I respond. None. If I have to sit in jail to save my kid's life because I did something, mm-hmm. and I will do it. I mean, I think that's just human nature. I, I, I just do. And I don't think that makes you sound barbaric. I just think that makes you a, a father, a parent, somebody that cares about protecting the people you love. If nobody else is going to do it for you, you're going to have to do it yourself. I mean, it's getting out of control here. The things that we're seeing now are so brazen that you're, you're, in broad daylight, people are going to shopping malls. It's 6 o'clock in the evening and having a gunfight and, and not even over a toy. <laughs> it's, just, it's just absolutely nuts. It's crazy. Hey, Ray, this is your friendly uh, du- uh, uh, deck, uh, your duck decorator insulator buddy. This guy text messages me from time to time. He uh, insulates duck work, which I find highly uh-huh. offensive because that steel is so shiny and beautiful. And those sheet metal workers that put it up with their own two bare hands to make it look sexy and pretty, and then he goes and insulates it. Um, he said the greatest uh, Christmas present I got this Christmas was hearing Joe Biden say, let's go, Brandon. Let's go, Brandon. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> let's go, Brandon. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> Can you even believe I mean, can you even believe that they, they somebody, so they're they're on a NORAD conference call. Somehow this father gets through and he says this. Let's go, Brandon. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> and now, now people from that other side, the other side, you know, that, that uh, you know, they, let's go, Brandon has turned into a, it's a slur. It's a swear word. It is, it is so disrespectful on the utmost proportions that you can't even say it anymore. Joe Brandon, I agree. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man, I, I, I got to tell you. I got to tell you. I felt bad for the guy. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. You know, um, I, uh, I I watched my father go through cognitive de- cognitive decline and, and uh, you know, and now pretty much going through it myself um, more and more every day. I, I just, it, I, it, it makes me feel bad. That people can trick him into saying that. Now, if it was, if he was a sound mind and body, and they did that, well, that's different. You should, you know what? I'm not going to play this anymore. Let's go, Brandon. I yeah. agree because it, it makes me feel that it makes me feel that bad. I, I, Nick, I don't think. Do you, what do you think? That's disrespectful, isn't it? Nah, yeah, yeah. I don't think we should play it anymore. No, maybe better not. Let's yeah, go, maybe Brandon. One. I agree. Yeah. Is, that's Tony Lasano hitting that button from the control room. That's not me. Let's go, Brandon. I agree. Yeah. I'm kidding you, Tony. You know I'm kidding you. I'm glad you're here. Kid worked all night long, and he's sticking around because uh, we've got some uh, people on the uh, injured reserve list. And uh, Tony was here all night long, and he's staying to kind of keep watch over the uh, the show this morning. You see that? That's a that's a guy that's got his game face on. Uh, Michael uh, Garay is here as well, and of course. Nick, I I told you earlier, Mertier, you know, he wooed me a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know, he's got that yeah. deep voice, and he kicks it in the newsman yeah. voice. I'm Rob Mertier. Yep. You know, kind of that Ron Burgundy thing. And I started yeah. to fall for him a little, and then I thought about you and your kids. And the He's moment. taller than me, too. I that mean, doesn't matter, because I'm, I'm not a tall guy. I'm five foot nine if you stretch me. Well, he sounded a little taller on the radio, so... He'll never have what we had at the Billy Goat, and that's why I sent it over to you right today. Big day to go to the mall, return. We find out this morning that there's a Christmas trees laying all over the roads. Uh, it, really, this is a sad day for kids, you know, because the trees start to come down, and all of a sudden all that anticipation is just is just gone. And today is the day we get back to the things that really matter, and that's ripping each other off. With, uh, with that said, I, <laughs> we always like to have Steve Burnison on from the Better Business Bureau, not only because we've all... Um, 
put a bet on when he's going to say his phrase tagline, and I'll let you <laughs> figure that out when he'll say it. But it's good because it's it's there. You know, we all have a target on our back, and somebody's trying to steal something from us if they're not trying to take our car. So with that said, good morning, uh, Steve Burnus. How are you, pal? Steve Burnus, hello. That might be our our phone system there. Up, oh, hold on. We stand by for news. Got to get this thing. here. This may be the first call we've had on the air uh, since Thursday, so we've got to warm we've got to warm up the machine. <laughs> Steve, are you there, pal? I'm here now. Oh, buddy, good to talk to you. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you for having me today. And the holidays uh, good for you and the fam? They've all been too quick, like they usually do, but yeah. it was enjoyable with the family. Well, you know what, uh, um, Steve? Today is a big day for people to uh, go to the uh, the mall, to the uh, to the to the places where they bought those gifts that uh, that didn't fit, that they didn't like. Uh, you know, from gift cards to I don't think you can return gift cards, but from from, uh, you know, your gold toe socks to your Apple earbuds. Uh, what do we need to know about returning and exchanges here at the mall today? Well, the key is that refunds and exchanges is a privilege, not a right, Ray. And I think most people don't realize that. They think they assume they can get all their money back or get it back quickly. You know, it's basically up to the company to set their own policy. So, yes, I mean, they will give you refund exchanges, but some companies, you know, have a shorter time period. Some, you know, require a receipt only, and some, you know, you know, will maybe only give you an exchange. Uh, that might be their new policy, or you know, that if you don't return it in a certain time period, you won't get your money back. So, it's got to be very careful. I think consumers, you know, this is when we get our complaints, and are always these these last few days, and and especially you know, people buying online. How do you return online? Mm-hmm. You know, stuff that you bought online. What do you, what do they need? What kind of original packaging? Or some, you know, refund. Uh, I'm sorry, return authorization number. So it's not just easy as it was in the old days, where everything was just done, you know, quickly and in in, in, a, in a way that was making more easier. I miss the old but, days, Steve, where the guy used to come with the horse and the cart and sell right to my house. <laughs> and I, I want to ask you. I want to ask yeah. you because you know you you know this is Steve Burns from the Better Business Bureau, and I need some help not only returning something that was bought online, but some relationship advice as well, Steve, because my my girl Gina, who I, 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 I she's a good good woman, I love her, love her to death, good sturdy woman. Um, <laughs> she she bought me um, some really nice earbuds, which she explains are nicer than the Apple earbuds. But the problem is, and this is this is where I need the relationship advice, and I, and I know she's still sleeping. Um, I don't wear earbuds, nor do I ever want to. It's just not part of my deal. But she did buy them online, and she bought them like a month or so ago. How do you go about returning those? And then the second part of my question, Steve, how do I do it so I don't upset her? Because she's really out of my league. I shouldn't even be able to date this woman. (laughs) I'll wait for my answer. (laughs) If she's up already, you're in trouble already. To return it online, you just got to con- contact that company and basically say, you know, what is your time period for refunds? You know, some companies are 30 days, and some companies extend it because of the holidays. You know, a lot of you know a lot of the Black Friday sales started in October, with the understanding that you can return it after the holidays. Right. So it's really just contacting them and seeing how they want it back. And some of those companies require re- uh, a return authorization number. That you have to put on the product or the you know the package to send it back. But uh, if you don't have the receipt, you know that's what happens is they you you, uh, you know, might get an exchange only, or they might give you the lowest amount that the item was on sale. So if it did go on sale, you know since you bought it, you, even though you bought it at a higher price, you'll get it at a lower price because you don't have a receipt to prove that you paid for that. So maybe I just regift it. 
Regifted. There you go. Steve Burnus is here, Better Business Bureau. Steve, the other thing I know that uh, that just seemed to get bombarded with time and time and time again are the phone scams and my phone provider, which happens to be AT and T. And this isn't coming from AT and T, but they look. Uh, suspiciously real, but it's the number you have to look at to understand that this is coming from somebody's phone number saying, click now and I can get you an extra month of free, you know, whatever it is. What What is the thing to look for when it comes to scams where people are trying to online fish for us and take our money and basically just uh, drain our bank accounts? Well, the tip-off to the rip-off, right? Who, who, uh, well, hold on a second, Steve. Hang on. Um, Michael Gray won. He he said it was going to happen in over 2.30, so he, he won with your tagline. Michael, congratulations. You won a pair of earbuds. <laughs> <laughs> but this is serious, Steve, because people try. I mean, this is this is an ongoing effort to rip us off all the time. It is basically there's zero trust on the text right now coming in from major companies saying you want a gift or click here. We need more information from you. Um, you know, basically, they're trying any different way. Remember in the summer, Ray, they, the Secretary of State was having a problem. You know, people saying, your driver's license expiring, click here. And basically, what they just want information is to steal your identity in some way. They want to build a file on you and keep extracting information from you. But people are freely giving up their information. I remember when the driver's license thing came out, people were putting their driver's license information online. They were putting their Social Security number. But it, like you said, it's not coming from the Secretary of State. It's not coming from AT&T. You know, if you feel that you're getting something from that company or, you know, governmental office, you can call them directly or go to their website and see is this truly a text from them. But any type of phishing email, that's the, with a, you know, phishing with a PH is they're trying to extract, you know, confidential, you know, personal information about you in order to steal your identity. So you're not going to get that, you know, $100 for filling out this Google survey. You know, because the the survey never, I mean, the money never comes after you fill the survey out. But in the survey, they ask you for, you know, personal information sometimes. And sometimes you even get an email from Amazon saying your order's been delayed or needs to be reshipped, yeah. you know, but we're having problems. You know, we need your account number and your password. And obviously, they want to get into your account and start stealing money from you. Well, you know, we have a right to, to being safe in our own cars. We have a right to being uh, safe when it comes to our bank accounts, a right to being safe with our personal in- information. We have no expectancy of it anymore. Steve, uh, Better Business Bureau, where can folks go to uh, to log on to your site just to get some ideas about not only, to, you know, most of us are dealing with parents that are aging, and we got to keep an eye on them and their bank accounts. And I know you have all of that at your fingertips. Where do we go? Yeah, BBB.org, before you buy or hire, BBB it. So we want consumers to come to us first, not after, because by the time it's after, it's too late. But we're also a referral agency, Ray, as you know, that you can uh, you know, find a business that you can trust. And we also have a scam tracker that keeps track of scams all across North America, like the Santa Tracker. And it lets you know exactly in your neighborhood how many scams are occurring and what scams are occurring and what to watch out for. So contact us first. Ask us about the information before you fall victim to uh, you know, a scam. And they're out there for you. We all have a, bull, a bullseye on our back. It's just a matter of when we get tagged. I hate to sound that way, but it, it's the truth. So it's best to uh, prepare ourselves and always know the tip-off. To the rip-off. That's my guy, Steve Burnus, Better Business Bureau. Good to talk to you this morning, pal. Thank you so much for having me today. Happy, happy Monday to you. You know, I, I, I like talking to that guy, Nick, because he uh, mm-hmm. he gets it done. And and. Yeah. You know, I, I have right on my door at my home in, in, in on that vinyl-sided uh, paradise I live in, and, and it says right there, it says, no solicitors. And I, I understand people are trying to make a living, and, I, and I, I understand that. But when you come up and you're trying to sell a guy a new 
vinyl siding when his vinyl siding <laughs> is new. Why would you do that? And and yeah. uh, and so I had, a, I had a contractor stop by and a nice guy, good looking guy. You know he's got you know he's got the the you know he's got the iPad out. He's got you know he, he you know and I go but you know why would I want to hire you if you can't read? What are we talking about? Yeah, I go. Can you read a ruler? Well, yeah. I go. Well, you can't read that door sign. <laughs> Royal Family Watch this morning. Meghan Markle receives public apology after her lawsuit victory. This is after some of the uh, press over there across the pond had, uh, well, they printed out a bunch of uh, personal text between her and her father, and uh, there is a, they say it's a mea culpa for her because she received a 40-page apology from the news sources um, saying, you know what, we were wrong, we shouldn't have done it. You know what? I think that's what they call fake news. I'm not mistaken. <laughs> Boy, there, there's been a lot of talk about that lately, too, man. Be able to be able to sue news institutions. Could you imagine if everything we said on WLS AM 890 was... You couldn't talk. I mean, all the stuff I make up just to get through mm-hmm. three and a half hours? <laughs> oh, boy, oh, boy. You know? Well, yeah, right. Ramblin' Ray Stevens is in jail. That's just a way to... <laughs> Uh, sad news, Richard Marcinko. Do you know who Richard Marcinko is? I first learned about him mm-hmm. when I was uh, when I was a football player, uh, and, and it was crazy because I was a young peewee football player, and our coach, Bill Bishop, God rest Bill Bishop, one of the greatest men I'll ever know in my life, played eight years for the Chicago Bears All-Pro, played two years for the Minnesota Vikings. He was my peewee football coach. Um, I By the time I was playing on the 75-pound Winfield Giants, we had a playbook that was the size of the phone book. Kids, if you don't know what a phone book is, Google it. He used to be able to find numbers like that. But he was a good man, and uh, he, he actually gave us all a copy of Rogue Warrior. It was a book from Richard Marcinko. Richard was the uh, first commanding officer and a founding uh, member of SEAL Team 6, Vietnam-era guy. Era guy. Oh, wow. he, was a, he was a tough guy, a good guy, a warrior. Um, but but more than that, he was a leader, and he passed away uh, yesterday. So uh, I, I noticed that uh, Dan Crenshaw there out of Texas had mentioned that, and I'm like, I know that book. If you've never, if you've got a, if you want to, if you want your kids, your your young men, and your young ladies too, and anything else that anybody identifies as to read a good book, that's a good book to read. I think that was the last book I read, and and John Howell would just be going, Oh my goodness, you have to read more. <laughs> My house smells like leather-bound books and vests and vests and more vests. <laughs> what did you get for Christmas? And 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 Nick, you know, it it it. Once you have kids and and you have friendships and you value the company of of family and your friends, it really you know, Christmas is about the gift of the birth of of the the Christ mm-hmm. child. It really is. And I, I don't I don't want for anything. I spent most of my day on social media. Um, leading up to Christmas and the day of, um, just saying them things I was thankful for. And yeah. it was, you know, my kids, my son. I I, I wish for a, a thousand more days of casting a line with that kid with his ridiculousness. And we did have some COVID in the family, and, and we were very careful because we want to take care of Grandma. Grandma's 89, identifies as 65. Don't you argue with her. We want to make sure everybody's safe. So, you know, my ex-wife Gina and the two kids, they did their thing, and I, I said, uh, you know, Grandma's all excited because we can FaceTime well, let's FaceTime Connor. So uh, he's like, I said, well, would you let me know when I can FaceTime you, pal, so Grandma can see it's important to her, and it really is. And uh, he's like, well, call me now. And I do. And he's sitting on the toilet. 
<laughs> Which he, I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, hey, man, I'm in the bathroom. I'm like, well, why did you tell me to call you now? Because I want Grandma to see me in the toilet. <laughs> see, that's that's the gift of Mike. He is my boy. Uh-huh. He's a maniac. I love that kid. But, uh, you know, Gina kept telling me <clears throat> she had this gift that I'm going to love, I'm going to love, I'm going to love. And I opened and then And then... A couple days prior to Christmas, she's like, you're probably not going to like it. It's probably just, you know, you, you, you don't like anything. And I'm like, that's not true. I go, I just, you know, you know really, I, I, I mean, I, I, I adore this woman. There's not much I like. You know, I like to spend time with this woman. I've never had that on a relationship before. Usually I'm trying to figure out how I can go hang out with the guys. Right. I only do that about four days out of seven. Now we're before it was seven <laughs> out of seven. So, this, you know, I don't get hyped up over gifts. I don't want for anything. Um I think, you know, I'm past that. But she got me a Garmin uh, GPS position positioning fitness watch. And, oh, uh, cool. And I thought, yeah, that's cool. It's going to take me a month of Sundays to learn how to use it. Right. I just learned how to use the Fitbit she got me. <laughs> and and I think she felt that I wasn't excited enough for it. But I just, you know, I'm just sitting there. I'm like, well, baby, it's going to take me all day to, I will not be able to pay attention to you. if I'm. It was a wonderful gift. It was a nice gift, thoughtful. But in other yeah. words, it's another thing to say, keep working out, because if you get fat again, I'm going to leave you. <laughs> what about you? Anything Anything cool uh, that, that uh, entered your life, Nick? Uh, you know, my, my dad got me an old uh, oil-burning lantern that came off of a Pullman car. So Ooh, that's kind of cool. Because, you know, is... I got the lantern kind of collection yeah. over here. So I like that. Yeah, but really, it's about the kids, you know. It's, I just, I, I was happy to see the kids open stuff, and you see their eyes light up. Yeah, it, it's fun. It's great. It's fun. Three one two five nine one eighty nine hundred, as we say in Chicago. Three one two five nine one eighty nine hundred. Tell me about your... Your Christmas, you can text. Uh, I, I'd just like to know. Was it? Uh, was there anything? And and I'm, you know, somebody could find me a cool old Tonka uh, Nylant. Um, you hear my neighbor kid John. Um, you know, just a sweet, sweet boy. He went to a Minnesota. He's a big Pittsburgh Steelers fan. And I thought, you know what? Here's a kid that lives next door to me. He's a good, good boy. And he went to see the Steelers play the Vikings in Minnesota. Okay, and I was worried about it. he was going to go by himself, and I was I was concerned because he's a, you know he's going to go there, he's going to wear all his Minnesota stuff. These pro football games are no place to go to an opposing stadium and wear the your 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 team stuff. You're going to get in trouble. So I figured, well, I'm going to have to go there and kind of be his uh, his, his his bouncer uh, and 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 protect this kid. But then his dad ended up going with him, and I'm like, okay, well, if Roy's going with you, I'm cool with that. But I was concerned about him. So while he's in Minnesota, he decides to go over to Superior Duluth area, and I don't know where he goes, but he goes to a gift shop, and he finds this cool little truck because he knows I'm I'm a collector guy. And he finds this little truck that has a picture of the um, the train bridge in the Duluth Superior Harbor. And I don't know if you've ever seen this, but it's one of these bridges, much like the one down in Joliet, that is up most of the time, and it comes down when the train comes through. Yeah, yeah. And, and he found that on the side of this little truck, and that was his gift for me. And I thought, okay, this thing cost eight ninety five. He left the price tag on it, but the <laughs> thought that went into that was was unbelievable. You know, yeah. neighbor kid goes. He knows I love Lake Superior. I'm infatuated with the Edmund Fitzgerald story. He mm. knows I love Duluth Superior and the Iron Range, and and it. I thought, you know, out of all the gifts I got, this neighbor kid for eight ninety five hit the nail right on the head. Yeah. So I just, I just, you know, and 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 you know, eight ninety five put a smile on my face. It's cheap.
How much was that GPS? Uh... <laughs> Probably about two fifty. Yeah, I'm guessing. I'm guessing. But my goodness, it's it's the uh, it's it will. I'm sitting here. I'm like, I don't even want to turn this damn thing on. But yeah. I, I I've got it down now. She's you know she's a little upset that I'm not wearing it. I'm like, I'll I'll get to it. I'll get to I it. I think that is a message to you. Don't get fat. Yeah. <laughs> you want to keep this? You better run for it, buddy. <laughs> run, Ray, Ray, run. I'll tell you what, man. I, I think that I think the lifestyle I lead, and, and, you know, I'll probably be sick tomorrow, but I think that everything I do to try to stay healthy, I think it kind of works. Even though my liberal sister was laughing at me because I told her I take vitamin D and zinc. What's wrong with that? Oh, you, you shine a flashlight up your nose, too? And I'm like, what? <laughs> I got to go. <laughs> I'll see you later. When are you go? When are you going to go work at the Progressive Station? I'm like, when are you going to leave me alone? <laughs> the Progressive, yeah. Well, you you know who you're talking to here. <sighs> we are on the Matt Nagy watch. Although yesterday, I'm here to tell you the cup the cup was full. The cup runneth over. That was a heck of a game. It was actually entertaining. It just goes to show you that uh, I know I'm dealing with a holiday hangover and just kind of. Catching up on some uh, some peaceful rest if I'm able to put any time into a Chicago Bear game given the season <laughs> that they've had this year, you know. And I don't know, man. I just I just I just can't sit down and watch anymore. Yeah. You know. I, and if we do watch TV, it is it's one of those deals where we're binge watching. Is Nick and this is Nick Gale and I'm I'm Ray Stevens in for uh, the Bruce St James and Judy. Um, is your wife into any of this Netflix stuff, this binge watching kind of kind of thing? Uh, yeah, yeah. There's a couple of shows out there. I I couldn't tell you I, the new one. I think she's kind of getting into is this Yellowstone. Oh sure, um, this Yellowstone. You she's say that starting like, it late. You say that like nobody knows what that is. Send well, rip. <laughs> <laughs> you know, well, I don't exactly know. So I'll there tell you. Go. You know, and and. I think you and I are alike in a lot of the same. Uh, here, what are you watching? What are you binge watching? Is there something I need to know about? You don't even have to call. If you're, if you're afraid to call, 312-591-8900. You can call or text. We'd love to hear from you this morning, and I'll get to some of your texts here in a second. But, um, you know, I, I kind of watch what Gina watches, and I and I, I, I hate to to sound like I'm, I'm giving in to what she wants to do, but... Generally, if you put me into a chair at 8 o'clock on any given night after the day that I've had, uh, I'm going to fall asleep, so I don't care. <laughs> but lately, yeah. you know, she's like, want to watch more Emily in Paris? And I'm like, no! I don't want Emily's cute. She's lovely. And trust me, guys, if you want to score some points with a lady, tell her that you uh, say, hey, honey, are you watching Emily in Paris? She'll at least think you care. And you're, you know, and, and that you're kind of up to date on some stuff. But she's also got me watching this thing called Virgin River. Mm. And, you know, you would think that there might be something about fishing in there or something. Yeah. Every now and then, every now and then they'll show the guy driving around in his old beat up circa 19, mid 1970s full size Ford Bronco that's lifted about four, four inches. Uh -huh. It's got some some nice all-terrain tires on it. That's about the only man thing I can pull out of that show. <laughs> Virgin River. And it never has a point. It's another one of those things that never has a point. Huh. <laughs> well, yeah, well, you get to stare at a nice old Bronco, I guess. Who was it? Who was it that I saw had a picture of a new one of the new Broncos? Um, it was, uh, I think, it was John Rich. 
picked up a Bronco with the old school, uh, like, 78 paint scheme where they used cool. to have the stripes on it. The, yeah, the, yeah. Oh, now you're talking. Now you're talking. Oh, and listen, I'm looking out on the street. I'm telling you, you could roll a bowling ball down Columbus right now. There's nobody out. And I know that, you know, that, that listening is, is a little askew this morning. So let's just you and I talk, Nick, just you and me. Um, I may have struck a deal with the Black Widow Conversion Company mm-hmm. with Ford trucks. Nice. You should see this thing. You need a stepladder to get in, get into it. And, you know, uh-huh. because I lack in certain areas of my manhood, I need to drive a big truck. Oh, come on. <laughs> oh, no, it's fantastic. But uh, we, as we stated earlier, uh, uh, and again, if you want to call or text with anything you're watching or forced to watch, 312-591-8900. Sad news here. Tony just uh, gave me this. Rudy Melnati Jr., founder of Paisanos. That, that's a pie here in Chicago. He's yeah. 65. He, uh, he passed away, lost his battle with cancer on Christmas Eve. Oh. In addition to finding, uh, founding Paisanos, he was also the director of the Chicago Air and Water Show. I did not know that. Hmm. He says that, that uh, he says he loved his pizza, he loved his things, but man, that water show, that was his legacy. I always liked it when that other radio station would uh, do the air and water show on the radio. <laughs> you know, boy, talk about, uh-huh. talk about being a shill for your, you sell a sponsorship. <laughs> really? Come on, man. <laughs> well, there goes a plane. Oh, that's fantastic. <laughs> yeah. That's fantastic. But uh, your glass half full or half empty, here's uh, the Bears and Matt Nagy after yesterday's big game with a nice win over Seattle. I know it doesn't matter for a whole hill of beans, but, hey, man, a win's a win's a win. After the the game last week, uh, my my freshman son and I were driving home, and we just talked about, you know, the, the story that he's learned about um, no regrets and emptying your cup. And, he, and without dragging it out, it was a pretty cool story that he, that he right now um, is doing as a, as a young athlete. And I thought it really resonated with our team and our coaches, our players, that if you, whatever you do, win, lose, or draw, if you just empty your cup, if you got a full cup, you got a half cup, and you empty it, and we all empty our cups, we'll have a, a damn good chance to win a football game. If you just pour your cup and you don't empty it, then you're not giving it all you got. Yeah, see that? It's all about the cups. Huh, yeah. yeah. That's all you need to know. And David Montgomery's buying in. This guy, this guy's a beast. He's a horse. You know, I, I love guys that, that don't quit. And yesterday, the team didn't quit. And that Nick right. Foles, here's a guy that's been told time and time again that he ain't good enough. Said he wasn't good enough in uh, Jeff Fisher, old Chicago Bears. You know, Jeff Fisher went down and he went to coach for uh, for the Titans. Then he went out west. He uh, Nick Foles was his guy. I told Nick Foles, you know what, Nick, how was your summer? How's your wife? How's your kids? Oh, by the way, we're cutting you. But Nick Foles, he just keeps coming back. You know, he's like uh, Joe Pesci in uh, in uh, in Casino. I'll keep coming <laughs> back for you. You know why? Because I'm silly like that. <laughs> but uh, here's Dave Montgomery. He loves he loves Coach Nagy. Coach Nagy's a, he's a, he's an amazing coach um, and even better person. And um, I feel like uh, everybody kind of get this weird, this bad depiction of who he is. But he's also he's he's actually a great guy and a great coach. And um, ever since he's ever since I've been on the Bears, um, day in day out, he's always emptied his cup. And to, and yesterday his speech was, um, no matter how it may look, no matter what the record looked like, empty your cup, whether it's half full or it's full, empty it all out, um, and don't have no regrets doing it. You know, I I. I can agree with that, and you can, you know, you can take sure. that and and move it into your own personal life. You know, you can either view life as a glass half full person 
or a glass half empty kind of guy. I always like to say, and yeah. I said this on Fox News the other morning. They asked me, they said, what are your hopes for Chicago? You think it's going to get better? I go, absolutely. And then I was with uh, Marv Nyron, our boss, who's kind of our head coach. I was wow. with him on uh, Thursday before we, we you know, left for the Christmas break, and we emptied a couple cups. And I told him, I said, you're like my coach, and I'm going to back you up right until the next guy comes here. Yeah. <laughs> As long as it's the Kool-Aid, not the Flavor-Aid, because says, we know what happens with like, the Flavor-Aid. Get, you know? get out of my office. <laughs> you, you do not belong to be in my big leather-bound chair. I said, all right. <laughs> Oak Brook Police and the DuPage State's Attorney are issuing a call for witnesses to that Oak Brook Center shooting that happened on Thursday. I was out with my uh, my buddies, uh, Pat Hennessy and Ed Kling. Two guys that, uh, these guys are still stuck in 1982. <laughs> all they all they talk about is the past. I can put up with them for about a half hour, and then I'm like, guys, I have to go get back into this century. Good, good guys, good guys. We were out having a couple of cocktails, and all hell broke loose, and we started hearing about this. Police say they're looking for anybody who observed the shooting or attempted uh, uh, attempted shooting to advise police officers or security officers uh, when and what they saw in the area. They got a pretty good description of that guy wearing a blue coat. I'm not a fan of the blue. It's a, one of those puffy coats. I'd like yeah, a little shiny darker. Blue. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, if you're going to go out and get, like, like I always tell my kid, if you're going to be on camera, at least look good. <laughs> Talk about the time I'm spending here with Nick Gale and Anthony Napolitano. He is here. That's the Naps, the Napster. You know, the boss Going says, there, hey, a- a- you know, Alderman, the, uh, the, the boss says, can you really call him Naps? Is he cool with that? I go, we're tight. We go way Absolutely. back. How's things half in the, uh... Half my friends don't even know my, my real name. So. Is that right? They just call you Naps. It's just snaps. And that's cool because I take a lot of those. Oh. <laughs> How's things in the 42nd? 41. 41. We're better than 42. I know. I was just testing you. <laughs> Great. Yeah, things are really good. I don't know why yeah. I wrote that down, 42nd. It's just, you know, it's just, I'm a little, you know what? This is why I'm so bad at this. Uh, but, but I mean, really, how are, how are things going? And, and we have, I know that you're working with the Chamber of Commerce. I know that you're working with your local businesses to make sure that we come through what we've recently come through, and we seem to be, it seems to be never-ending. How do you keep your businesses open? How do you keep them flourishing? I mean, it's got to be a tough situation right now. Yeah, it's, it is tough. Our, our biggest goal is to constantly be pushing the businesses on the, the northwest side over here between our three chambers, the Norwood Park Chamber, the Edison Park Chamber, and the Edgebrook Solidance Chamber. Um, they've been through so much. You know, we started a, a business boost program um, probably about a good maybe about four or five months ago. Each week we promote another business, and we're just pushing everybody to come through our business corridors. It, 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 you know what? The northwest side, if you haven't been here, it looks it's very Norman Rockwell-esque. It's got just this beautiful feel to it. It's such a comfortable feel. Um, we're telling everybody, hey, can you get out there, get in the businesses? The best thing about the northwest side is that we do cherish our, our chambers. We do cherish our, our business communities, and, and everyone tries their hardest and their best to use just those local businesses. I'm gonna, you know, I want to play something for you right now, and I, I think you'll be able to hear this, but this, this is the, the message that's being sent not only to Chicago, not only uh, to Illinois, but the uh, United States as well with good old Dr. Fauci. Here's what he says about getting out and going to parties or doing anything. If you're talking about going to a big reception, a party of some sort, where there are 30, 40 people, that is something that's very risky, and we clearly recommend you do not do that. You know, the good thing for the Bears games is I don't think there's going to be 40 people there for any more of the home games. But, you know, when you have when you have people telling you 
not to go out, not to uh, partake. You gotta, you gotta stay in, wear your mask, social distance. Um, we understand that we, for the most part, know how to grow, act as adults, know how to be safe. I mean, I always laugh when I go into a restroom and it tells me how to wash my damn hands. I mean, I'm an adult grown man here. Um, but I think that if we, we, you know, exist and we do the right things, we're going to be okay. And how much more of this can your businesses take? Yeah, I, I don't, I, to be honest, I don't think our businesses here, uh, you know, this, we're, we're small business corridors here. We're, we're mom and pop shops. I don't think we can handle it much more. And you know, I think the thing is, everyone up here gets the concept of it. We, we get where this is going. You want to keep the numbers down, and, and they do go up and they do go down. But at the same time, like you said, we're adults. We, we, have to, we have to thrive. We have to live, and we have to exist through everything that's put in front of us. And one of those is a pandemic. We can't just shut it down and stop living our lives. Uh, we just have to do it in a different way these days. Um, and to tell people that you can't go into these businesses unless you're forced to be vaccinated, um, I don't think is the proper way because now you're punishing the businesses now too. Um, and it's, it's, you know, it's, it's, people should have the right to choose what's best for their bodies or the way that they want to control or live through these pandemics, forcing people to do it, or they can't live in our society as well. That's the wrong way to go about it. Now, now you're a guy that sits with many, many of the, uh, the, the aldermen and the lawmakers here in Chicago. How, I mean, when, 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 uh, when mayor uh, Lightfoot, when, when Larry says that, uh, that she's going to, you know, you know, hold the, the, the feet to the fo- first of all first of all how, we don't have the manpower to sit and and keep an eye on every business um what's the i mean do you think this is really that enforceable and do you think see my thinking is in this town is chicago being just chicago i would think that many people here are vaccinated that are going to go out anyway so maybe it's not that big of an issue but um, I would think that these businesses are, are going to be scared to death that something might happen as far as their license if somebody doesn't show those papers when they come in. But can do we have the manpower to enforce it? We we absolutely don't have the manpower. We we I mean, if you, you can't send the police out there because there are no police anymore. Uh, you're going to have to send inspectors out there, and there's just not enough inspectors to go out and, and, and hit all these businesses. And what's going to happen is they're going to try to make a point out of somebody so that it, it, it spreads like wildfire. Oh, Hey, uh, uh, Moe's bar got uh, hit with a, uh, a $5,000 fine or $10,000 fine for, you know, uh, somebody without having their papers in there. Um, and then they're, they're going to hope that that sets the, you know, the precedent and everyone listens to it. And, and that's wrong because someone's going to suffer because of it. But to answer your question, there's no manpower. Yeah. There's none. Anthony DiPolitano here from the 41st. He's so good. I just, you know, I'm going to bring him over to the 42nd, to the 59th. You, you name it, we're going to bring him there. Do you think, and I hate to be this guy because I understand that, that, you know, there is a certain faction of our society that is susceptible to COVID. It can be, we know that it can be dangerous. Uh, but now Fauci comes out and says, you know, we know that the Omicron variant is, is not as strong as the Delta variant. And there may be much ado about nothing. He actually said that. But now four days ago, he's saying, don't go to parties, don't do this. So we get a mixed message. We're, we're told to vax. We're told to do all these things. Yet people that are vaxxed and boosted are still getting sick. So I think think that there seems to be maybe a little bit of a gray area here about who's telling the truth and what it's all about. And I think that there's a, a fatigue on people. And do you ever suppose, and I know that I hate to think this way, but you have presidential uh, 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 presidential approval ratings that are in the, in the crapper. You've got Chicago and a mayor that's approval ratings are just in the toilet. You have crime numbers here that are just hard to think about. Over 1,000 murders with a few days left to go in the county of Cook and the city of Chicago. And 
do you think that the, that this may be a smokescreen? And I hate to be the guy in the grassy knoll, but is do you do you ever suppose there's some of that going on? Oh God, without it, without an absolute reasonable doubt, there is that is absolutely going on. This is a smoke and mirror. This is a get get the attention off of everything else that's going on and, and focus it on one thing. Here, here's the number nobody talks about. You mentioned the homicides. We have over 4,500 people shot in the city of Chicago in this year alone. If you are not trying to hide those numbers on top of that, you can't get a single copper to take or a candidate to take this job and to fill the, the holes that we have in every district, the, the, the low manpower or workforce that we have, you have to you have to bring up a different topic. You have to put the light on something else because the, the, here, just a couple of days ago, a blogger went on, online and, and they were walking through downtown Chicago and they, they, they toured the, around the country and they could not believe how scared they were to walk through our mag mile. They were scared. They were filming it. They were scared for their life to walk through it. That was never, that never existed before. Yeah. People are afraid of Chicago, and we're losing we're losing commerce because of it. This was a booming uh, economic hub. This is a booming uh, central area to go to if you're going from east coast to west coast. And go downtown right now. You, there's there's not five people down there walking around. It's absolutely. You know that's you you bringing that up. It, it's hard to believe. Forty five hundred shootings. You, you know, we talk about the number of people shot and and killed. In, in activity on any given weekend, but 45. How about a little round of applause to the first responders and the hospitals for saving all these people? That's that's unbelievable. You're not kidding. If, if, our if, paramedics, our street doctors, our nurses and doctors are the greatest in the world. If, that, if this is 35 years ago, the numbers are much higher. Yeah, I agree. Well, see, I'm trying to be, you know, I came on the air today and I, I try to be a glass half full kind of guy, just like Matt Nagy and David Montgomery from your Chicago Bears. But but now, Naps, you've put me into the soup with the numbers that you have. Yeah, yeah, it's scary, isn't it? Tell me something good about the uh, the 41st. If, if I'm, You said it was Norman Rockwell-esque. Tell me something good where I can come bring the family. I'm not worried about my safety in Chicago. I'm going to be fine. But tell me where I can go this week, this weekend, uh, New Year's, to have fun and support the great businesses in your award. Do me a favor and come into the neighborhood, go through the Northwest Highway Business Corridor and the um, the Devon Business Corridor as well as the Harlem Business Corridor. Hit all three of our chambers um, um, and all of our businesses here. They are, they are they're open with open arms waiting for you to come in and, and utilize them. They want to finish this year off with a bang, and we have to utilize them and make sure that we that they know that they are the backbone of the Northwest side, and we don't want to lose any of our businesses. So please come and support them. Alderman Anthony Napolitano, let's just, when he says hit, he means come in and spend money, make it rain, because it could mean something totally, totally different in this damn town these days. Buddy, it's always good to talk to you. Merry Christmas, happy holidays to you and your family. Go back to uh, doing what you do, all right? Back at you, sir. Thanks Appreciate you, brother. Be well, man. Happy New Year. Bye-bye. Wow. 4,500 shot. And I want to tell you that uh, my uh, relatives on my wife's side, uh, I don't know what you'd call them, uh, were in town and they wanted to go down to the uh, Chris Kindle market. Mm -hmm. And they asked, they said, is it safe? Should we bring something to protect ourselves? So I gave them some pepper spray. But it turned out okay. But, I mean, they're from Atlanta. And a big town, right, just like Chicago. And if they're talking about how they're just maybe afraid to go down there. I, I, uh, I just got a uh, text message from Paul Bryan. Paul Bryan, uh -huh. Chicago automobile expert. Yeah, you, can't even, you can't even try to recreate that voice. Auto guru <laughs> saying that he had a chance to see two 
prototype Broncos out in Vegas and that they are just sick. He says, I'm just going to have to wait. Oh. You know, yesterday I was, uh, I was just taken aback by the Desmond Tutu uh, video that they were showing about this guy and all the things that he went through. He passed away uh, over the weekend. Uh-huh. And, 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 you know, just what an, what an inspiration to, to watch a guy that, that, you know, he and Nelson Mandela, the, the things that these guys went through and their talk of unity and peace um, that bridges the gaps and no black, no white, no yellow, no green, no purple, just about everybody being one people. Um, and, 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 you know, his, his dancing and the love that he had for life and the things he did just made me feel good. If you didn't get a chance to watch some of that, do what my mom would say. Get on the Google and look some of that <laughs> up because he, he – yesterday morning I, I watched the, the CBS News and I was just fascinated by him. Yeah. I forgot about everything he went through. And, and the same with uh, Nelson Mandela. And, and it's, you know, there's people out there that just do it on a different level, and they're inspiring and, and uh, you know, like on the Matt Nagy level, you know, after yesterday. It was very much, very much like Nelson Mandela. After the, the game last week, um, my, my freshman son and I were driving home, and we just talked about, you know, the, the story that he's learned about um, no regrets and emptying your cup. And, he, and without dragging it out, it was a pretty cool story that he, that he right now, um, All right, doing... you know what? I'm going to stop playing that. I'm sorry I even did that. <laughs> Comparing. Drink the Kool-Aid, yeah. buddy. <laughs> you know, no, you, you shouldn't even uh, mention Desmond Tutu in the same sentence. But what a yeah. what a guy, man. Inspiration, if you want it, find it in that guy. That was, it was I, I just forgot, you know, so many years ago after everything they went through um, about, uh, you know, a park lot and everything else. It was uh-huh. just amazing. Yep. So, yeah. you know, here's why. We tell you, especially you kids out there, when you, you know, I remember when you, it's not hard for me to remember the first time I was pulled over by the police. It was actually an hour and 23 minutes after getting my license the first day I had it. I was in my car, Chevy Monza with a V8 motor, which was, you know, I should have never had. Uh I worked in my dad's sheet metal shop and I saved the money to buy this thing. And I uh, was driving down Mack Road, and Fritz Van Dyson and I were in the car, and we figured, well, let's pass the school bus and wave to all our friends. And I didn't notice the double yellow line. DuPage County got me. Oh, That was just a string of uh, infractions that to this yeah. day hanging in for me over the DuPage River. But, you know, comply. When you get stopped, be polite. Put your license and registration on the dash with your wallet. Put your hands on the wheel. Yes, officer. This comes out of uh, Las uh, Vegas, Nevada. Officers approached this man's vehicle. He was fleeing police in a stolen truck. That's your first problem. Eventually, he stopped. The uh, officers found uh, coolers. And it's never good when you have a cooler in your car. No. You know? He, uh, the officers approach. He starts throwing stuff out of the coolers. <laughs> yeah, by that time, you know, you know you're in trouble. You know? <laughs> you're throwing out a Schlitz or a PBR. You're throwing out a Red Bull. Whatever. A Red Bull and a, and a Tito's. Once the handle comes out of the, the car, all bets are off. But for this uh-huh. guy, if he would have been doing any of that, his day would have been a lot easier. It was a stolen truck. Unclear um, oh. what the uh, what the uh, charges will be brought on him. But I don't think he's going to be getting out stolen of Stolen truck? Oh. oh well, then the coolers aren't mine, officer. Yeah. Yeah, right. <laughs> when I carjacked this thing, these things were in here. It wasn't mine. <laughs> <laughs> 
It's like the old guy. It's like the guy that gets stuck in a snowbank in Illinois. And he had, you know, he's got a couple of containers of, of malt liquor in there. And he says to the officer, the officer says, you've been drinking? He goes, no, I was stuck. And then I drank these. That's not going to work. <laughs> Charged with using another person's ID, auto embezzlement of uh, more than $3,500. Intent to use a false check. Theft of Jeez. more than $3,500. Outstanding warrants. As well of one charge of open murder. You see, what he was throwing out of that cooler were body parts. No. Severed head, according to the police. You know, that's the thing. You know, you think about it. If you're leaving the uh, the Tangiers Casino, is that that what it was called, the Tangiers (laughs) Casino? And you're getting out to the desert in in in, uh, in 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 Nevada. There's a long way between the strip and then getting to the desert where you build those shallow you dig those shallow graves. <laughs> Police found a severed head in this dude's truck. So here oh. again, and I try to again here. This is a perfect example of what we've been talking about all morning here on WLSAM 890. Glass half full. See, my mom always says that our society's gone crazy, and it was never like this when I was a kid. I'm like, Mom, you had TB, almost died. You came through the Depression. You guys figured out how to build a bomb, and you had world wars. It's always been like this. You just didn't have the Facebook. (laughs) It doesn't travel as quick. (laughs) So being the glass full guy this morning, it can always get worse on a traffic stop. Chicago crime in 2021 was unrelenting. We know this. We just talked about this with uh, Alderman uh, Knapps Napolitano. And there's a guy that's a first responder, fireman, police officer. Gosh, I just can't get over the number he talked about this morning. 4,500 shootings. Boy, an attaboy and a hearty pat on the back to the first responders and the hospital systems we have that keep people like that alive. Man, that has changed. Chicago's gun violence proved unrelenting. We know that. Shootings uh, are going to remain high in the neighborhoods where you expect them. And I hate to say that because one of my very dear friends is the alderman of one of these neighborhoods. Mm-hmm. You know, And I hate to say that you expect it in Inglewood and Brighton Park and Lawndale. But you do. It is what it is. got to be honest with each other. I think we're not honest with each other enough about really what goes on, uh-huh. who commits the crime, how the crime gets prosecuted and then doesn't get prosecuted. And then we wonder why it keeps going on and on and on. But... What they were talking about this weekend in the Chicago Tribune was now. Now that it's getting out to the Oak Brook Shopping Center. Now that it's getting out to Naperville. And now that it's getting out to the Wheatons and the Collar uh, Counties and to the uh, fancy-schmancy suburbs. Now maybe somebody will take notice of it. And to speak to your point before we went to break, Nick, you were talking about, um, you know, family members afraid to go to Chicago or asking if yep. it's safe. Yeah. Um, and then you talked about your pepper spray. Um I give my daughters cans of wasp spray. Uh-huh. You know, it can shoot 20 feet. I'm like, baby, mm-hmm. put this in your car. Keep it right there. And, uh, you know, they're armed with uh, with their little tasers and everything like that. But I do that normally. I do that yeah. just as a dad. It's that have nothing to do with the crime we're seeing lately. Yeah. Um, my you dad know. does the same thing. Yeah. He's got a can of wasp spray. And he also has one of those quick light flares, road flares. <laughs> That's all the passenger seat next to him, just in case. I was having a car emergency, and I just wanted to light this flare. I am sorry that it went off in the guy that was trying to steal my car's face. I apologize. But to speak to your point, I have a friend named Kurt. Yeah. Kurt Crum. He's a good, good man. And, and you know, he's he's 
Yeah, typical, you know, angry little white dude. And uh, <laughs> angrier than most. But yeah. he says to me the other day, he's like, man, he goes, I, I love that, that, you know, I got to come down to Chicago when, when you took me to Hawks games and we got to go down to uh, to the 16th uh, with, uh, with our friend TJ uh, down to Trump Tower. He goes, I'll never do that again. I'm like, well, I, I don't know if it's, if it's to the point of no return. I got to think that, you know, all we need to do is get a prosecutor in there that starts to prosecute Chicago crime, give a little respect back to the police and firemen and everybody else that's trying to live by the laws that we have created and be honest with each other about, you know, if you commit a crime, guess what? I don't care what neighborhood you came from or that you had mental health counseling. You're going to have a good chance to get that when you're locked up. Maybe when you come out on the other side, you'll be better and be a better person in society. But that can't mean that your family can't come down and walk the mag mile and do it so safely. And until we understand that, I think we have some serious, uh, serious issues, not only here, but all over the place. But again, glass half full today, right? Right. right. Good. Good talk. Good talk, Nick. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, looking out the window, the uh, fog has uh, really enveloped our city. And I'm told by our uh, meteorologists here that by the end of the day, it's supposed to be actually pretty nice with some partly cloudy skies warm. If you got the dog, if you want to go for a walk and you got the family around, you may be able to do that. Just do so with a can of wasp spray. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if uh, you chose today to sail on Lake Michigan, because <laughs> everybody, everybody does that here. Uh-huh. December 27th. <laughs> but it is uh, it is foggy all over. Take care as you uh, as you drive. Or drive like an idiot. Do what you want. You, you know what's best for you. You don't need me to tell you. <laughs> but uh, things seem uh, pretty quiet in and around the, uh, the big city. We were just talking about how, you know, it would seem to me that we, we really need to, to have safety. And, and it needs to be like that in every town and prosecuting crime and things like that. Jim Jordan was speaking to that over the uh, over the uh, break, over the holiday break, and uh, and uh, some say he's twisting reality. I like Jim Jordan personally. The American people would like uh, they'd like safe streets, they'd like affordable gas, and they'd like freedom. Instead, what Biden's given them is record crime, record inflation, and Dr. Fauci. Oh, Dr. Fauci, when do we get a new doc? I mean, if we can get rid of Matt Nagy, can't we get rid of the Fauci? Uh, th this administration has done everything wrong. You pick the policy area, they've done it wrong. We went from, in literally 11 months, safe streets to uh, record crime. We went from a secure border to complete chaos. We went from stable prices to now record inflation. We went from strength and projecting strength around the world to the debacle that was the exit in Afghanistan. I just don't know what the play is as far as the Democrats with Biden and Harris when 2024 rolls around. Uh, they seem to have a problem now with the young voters, which is where they were really strong before. But now it seems like people are saying, wait a second, you said you were going to pay for my college. You didn't do that. The inflation is up. The, uh, the, uh, the you know, the stock market continues to, to do well, but everything else costs a lot of money. You Tell me, name me one family in Chicago, Illinois, or otherwise that didn't sit down and have a dinner this uh, past Christmas or Kwanzaa or uh, Hanukkah that didn't cost twice as much as it did last year. Yeah. I mean, if you cooked, like, like I was over at, uh, at Gina's Cousins, over at, uh, at the Phelan's house. My buddy, my buddy Sean Phelan, this guy, another grumpy white guy, but a good guy, <laughs> cooked, a heck of a, cooked a heck of a prime rib. But, you know, the cost on that was absolutely ridiculous. But the good news is, the good news is, is right here is 
far as we're concerned going forward if you want to go to a party if you're talking about going to a big reception a party of some sort where there are 30 40 people that is something that's very risky and we clearly recommend you do not do that don't do that don't do that been about uh oh two weeks or so since the uh, tornadoes left a swath of hurt across five states including our own kentucky i think got it the worst yeah um want to give a little shout out to the uh, area lions clubs that are heading down to uh the tornado uh affected areas today one of those uh, out of riverside they uh, started collecting donations weeks ago they're on their way down now they've got diapers food toiletries tarps extension cords and if you think a tarp is goofy if you got a big ro- a hole in your roof that's yeah. exactly what the doctor ordered and uh, what you do is you take and i don't have to explain this to nick because nick and i see nick and i we're <laughs> we're country boys yeah. and a country boy can survive you take one of those tarps and then uh, instead of taking bungee cords or tying it off you take your your uh, empty gallons of uh, milk that you have uh-huh. you fill them up with water you tie them to the tarp Bada bing, bada boom. Mm-hmm. That's a roof fix. And there's a couple houses around Batavia where I live out in the western suburbs that have done that now for the better part of four years. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm going to take the money they gave me for that new roof. I'm going to uh-huh. get me a car, and this tarp ought to do a good job. And and they're not getting pinched by the homeowners association, but you are <laughs> yeah, for your but, garbage can. But if I put a garbage can out in front of my oh. house, oh boy. <laughs> Uh, three one two five nine one eighty nine hundred. Ray, I just sent you a message on your Facebook page. By the way, you can follow me at Ramblin' Ray. And man, I'm going to tell you, since I've been uh, filling in here on the uh, Bruce St. James show yeah. for the last uh, several weeks, I don't know what the hell's going on. Last in the last month, I've had twelve point four million impressions on my social media. Wow. I mean, if I can learn how to harness that, you're never going to hear me getting up this early again. I just want you to know. Uh, Ray, I sent you a message on your Facebook page of a giant laker going under the bridge in Duluth Superior. See, I like that. See, somebody took their time out of their day because they know I like that area. That's a a gift. That's a wonderful gift. Thank you for that. Appreciate you. I was telling Michael, who's here this morning, this guy works his ass off for this place and has done so for years. Now, people will say, well, that's his job. That's what he's supposed to do. But Michael takes it to a different level. And Tony's in here this morning because we have some staffing issues. These guys are the creme de la creme. This is the A-team. And I'm sitting... (laughs) That's what I'm talking about. You see, you say that, and he brings that up. That's what I'm talking about. (laughs) But I'm sitting in here, and, and you know, I know it sounds, sounds goofy, but when I tell you thanks for listening, you know, for a kid from West Chicago, Illinois, I used to listen to this radio station when I was building forts. To be able to be on it, that's a whole nother level. So thanks for listening. Um, today, experts predict that gift returns are going to reach record highs. Today is the day. And this will uh, contribute to even more su- uh, supply chain backlogs. Oh. You know what? Even the gifts I don't like. And my mom, I, I, I told her I wanted these golden toe socks because she likes to shop at the Coles. Uh-huh. I think she bought me enough socks to last me till I die. <laughs> and I plan on living a long time, but I, I, she uh, must have spent $60 on socks for me. So, but oh. Well, you wanted socks, honey. You told me to get them for you. Now you're complaining about it? What the hell? <laughs> I'm just going to go back to Wisconsin. Nobody loves me. I don't have anybody to visit me. I'm like, I'm up there all the time. Yeah. I have a 28,000 miles on my truck in six months just coming up there to cut your grass. At <laughs> least you can do is buy me some Colto socks. 
<laughs> Two out of three consumers will return at least one gift during the holiday season this year. To, to not go to a store today, I would rather keep the gift than say I like it. Is there anything you have to return today, Nikki, nonstop? No, no. no. I'm going to go the re-gifting route. So. <laughs> the National Rifle Association expects 2020. Oh, I'm sorry. That's the National Retail Federal Association. <laughs> <laughs> See how my brain works. Right. Because online sales this season reached a $223 billion. 13% increase compared to last year. And the cost of the increase of returning purchases has increased about 33% for retailers. So if they don't greet you with a smile, this is why. That's another thing she was talking about the other night. I went out to dinner and the food was terrible and they seated me near the kitchen. I hated it. My sister's like, please, take her back home. She's staying (laughs) at my sister's house. I'm just, you know, just to hassle her a little bit, I'm going to let mom stay there a little bit longer so they can see what I have to go through. You're her ride. (laughs) Hola. Hello. Welcome into a, uh, well, let's see here, it's a Monday. It says so right there on the wall. If they didn't have that up there, some days I'd get confused. And uh, given what we are uh, witnessing downtown with this fog and this this nastiness, my, my brain is in a haze. It's supposed to clear off later on today, though. The weather continues to be kind of ridiculously nice. As a guy that loves winter, people think that uh, that I'm sad that there's no snow around here. I do have I do have one snow machine down here on the ready. Should I uh, Should I need huh. it? Oh, you should see it, Nick. You probably have on social media. 1972 Skidoo TNT 775. Oh, jeez. Yeah, this thing (laughs) was this thing. Big bad boy back in the 70s. If you you pull this thing and you don't pull it right, there goes your shoulder. The the pistons in this thing are like paint cans. I'll I'll tell you a quick story real fast. Because it's it's Monday. I can see it. It says so on the clock right there on the wall. Um, So... I'll tell you. I'll tell you the story of finding this thing. There's a guy named Dean. He's out in. Uh, he's out in Elmhurst. He's got this thing listed, and uh, he wants eighteen hundred bucks for it. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of money. I haven't been working regularly. That would be a big purchase for me. Yeah. Um, so I, I said to Gina, I said, let's just go look at it. She said, I don't want to go. I'm like, I watch those damn Hallmark movies. Let's go look <laughs> at it. So she did so willingly, and uh, you know she gets all dolled up, you know, looking like she does, and I'm like, good. <laughs> That's how I want you to look. I go, take over, you know, if you can read this guy, you know, because people love her. She's just that kind of person. Yeah. And she's really sexy. So I said, if if, if, it, if you get a chance to use that, use it. So I go there. The guy wants 1800 bucks for it. Now I'm looking around. The motor's locked up. The thing's frozen as can be. Mm. And he's like, yeah, I put some Marvel Mistrail down there. That'll free it up. And I'm like... Jesus Christ himself couldn't free this motor up. <laughs> so, and then I'm looking around, I look at the suspension, and there's some problems there. And I, you know, I'm yeah. like, ah, dude, you got you got bad wheels on this thing, the track's deteriorated. But from ten feet away, it's a you know, it's a ten footer, you know? Sure. And 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 I'm thinking, well, it's it's sexy, it's nice. I go, but eighteen hundred bucks. Then he comes and he brings out this toy that looks it's a it's a Normat toy that they made back in the seventies. Mm-hmm. Man, if you were a kid, this was the toy to have. These things yeah. themselves go for 200 bucks. I'll throw this toy in with it. Ah. I go, I'll take the toy, but I just, the sled's too much work. Meanwhile, Gina's prancing around in her yoga pants. Oh, I like your dog. <laughs> 1800 bucks. I was out of there with the toy and the sled for 500 Nice. <laughs> but I had to do a lot of work to it. I mean, seriously, I had to redo the motor, yeah. the suspension, everything. I've done a lot of work to it, but it's on the ready. But, man, I'll tell you, I don't mind 
not having a shovel. I went for a run on Christmas Day. I went for a bike ride as well. I'm probably going to do the same thing today. So this weather for me is okay. It's okay. We know that, uh, is it, do I pronounce it Omicron or, that's how you pronounce it, right? Omicron or Omicron? Omicron. I call it Omicron Camellia. Um, <laughs> new mitigation is going to come into a, to play here on January 3rd. And I just want you to know that it's so serious and severe that we're waiting till the 3rd to shut everything down. Oh, or yeah. at least show your papers. Show me your papers! You want to get into the Melman restaurant? We must see your papers. <laughs> Hey, I'm all about keeping people safe and things like that. I just think people are leery and wary because we've been talking about this. Leery and wary, by the way, the new afternoon show here at WLS. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but we've been talking about this for a long time, and it just seems like we, you know, it's, let's, can we just be honest with each other for a little bit? It's cold and flu season now, right? Yeah. Pe- people are inside. People are doing more things. We're going we're gonna to see an uptick. So don't let, it, don't let it bum you out. Don't let it get you down. My, uh, my family went through it with my uh, youngest. She was asymptomatic, but uh, out of an abundance of caution, which is what we have to do nowadays, we made sure that uh, we didn't have a holiday gathering. You know, those people, my ex-wife Gina, and uh, um, not to be confused with my new girl Gina, yeah. is as crazy as it <laughs> seems, as crazy as it seems, really you don't mess up the names. So, right. so there's that. <laughs> They're both lovely people. I love my ex-wife. She's a beautiful woman. But uh, we, you know, they stayed and did their thing, and we did ours. And, uh, you know, I think today my daughter has to be checked, and then that will have been 14 days. So she's cool, and she's out of the woods. And, and she so, was just yeah. bummed out more than anything. You know, we talked to a, a, a therapist about this last week. It was partly personal. You know, I do everything on the radio to try to turn it outwards so the listeners have a nice experience. But whenever I'm talking to a therapist, it's just so I can try to figure myself out. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm trying. And it's a, it's a, you know, it's like an onion, peeling back an onion. But, you know, she talked about how the kids are actually better at handling it than the adults are. You know, the, the older folks, uh, you know, I hate to say it, but people like my mom, you know, they, they my sister scared the, the living bejesus out of her with their, with their COVID, uh, you know, death mm-hmm. chance. And, and uh, but yeah. to, just so you know, that uh, starting here on the third, you're coming to Cook County, you're going to need to show your vaccine. And I'm sure a lot of people... We'll uh, try to enforce these rules as, as hard as possible. We talk with Anthony Napolitano, who's a rule guy. He's a rule follower. But he said, we just don't have the manpower to to be able to, you know, check on everybody. Nor does I. Uh, nor do I think he absolutely, actually believes. He said he didn't believe that it was a good idea that we did right. this. But, hey, man, it is what it is. What are you going to do? At least they're not shutting businesses down, right? I think that's what Here, like I said, glass half full kind of guy. That's what I'm doing. So uh, mm-hmm. it's so it's so severe that uh, we're waiting to January 3rd to put all these rules into effect. <laughs> yeah, that's what I don't get. Because the situation's Jeez. dire. We have an abundance of caution. So on the third, right? And you know, even the Fouch, <laughs> even the Fouch said, "Look, December is going to be tough. We sh- we should settle back down in January. We should because let's face it, there's a lot of people getting together now and and uh, and and everything else. So hopefully, hopefully." We'll be okay. Just got a text message from three one from a three one tour. And by the way, you people, you people, you uh, you, know, you can call too. For the love of God, why doesn't anybody call three one two five nine one eighty nine hundred? I love to hear your sparkly, shiny voices. But your text messages, you're very nice to me, and I appreciate you. Uh, Rob, a texter here says, I think Sean Payton is the next Bears head coach. This is how Ryan Pace is going to save his job. We are on Matt Nagy watch. We do have. Yeah. Uh, 
We are scheduled to talk with uh, Dan Jiggets today. It's at 840. Of course, uh, Dan, former Chicago Bear. I haven't cleared it with his daughter yet because she gets a cut off of, uh, his booking. Right. Lauren Jiggets over there at <laughs> Channel 9. Agents. Yeah. I got to tell Dan, too. You know what? I, I would rather have her on because she is just lovely. Isn't she? <laughs> I, I, she is. She's, that WJN great. Morning Show, man, they get it. And she's lovely, and he's very proud of her. But Jiggs will uh, talk to us this morning at 840. You know, if anything, just about the relentless try of that team yesterday. And you can hate the Chicago Bears, and you can hate the NFL, and you can not like the players for this, that, or the other thing. But, you know, these guys have a job to do, and they're still doing it. They worked, they worked really hard yesterday. And uh, Nick Foles... You know, you tell that guy that he can't do it, and he'll just come back, and he will just keep coming at you. And there's a certain beauty mm-hmm. to a guy that works that way. Now, I, I don't think this team quits, but I think that, you know, I, I think it's hard. when you're, Whenever you're in a situation where you're not getting the, the, the rewards that you think you should be getting, whether that's building a house, working at a radio station, if, if the accoutrements aren't coming, well, then the rocks start to show when things get nasty and changes have to be made. But you know what? Changes have to be made. You can't continue to be a failure. It just doesn't work. That's when people start losing money, and unfortunately, that's when people have to start losing jobs. If if Matt Nagy's not the head coach, and if it's Sean Payton, now you're talking. That's kind of the rumor. Will Sean Payton from the New Orleans Saints come back to coach the Bears? Now, why do I say come back? Is because you'll remember in that strike season, that strike season, he was the, he was the quarterback on the spare Bears. Mm-hmm. When I say come back to Chicago, it's because he was a Naperville Central grad in 1982. My buddy oh, Dwayne wow. Creviston, my buddy Dwayne Creviston was his number one receiver when he played for uh, for Naperville, and he was a hell of a quarterback. But that might be a good choice, and a Chicago guy, and also the star in Kenny Chesney's Boys of Summer video. See what you learn here on this show when we just start going off on a tangent. <laughs> That NASCAR driver, Brandon, is having a hard time. You are not going to believe this, and it has really little to do with the cancel culture, which, by the way, I liked uh, uh, Boy George and the Cancel Culture Club. Fantastic. Uh, We'll talk talk about why he's finding it hard to get sponsorship and why and how somebody got in on a NORID conference call and got Joe Biden to say, yeah, let's go, Brandon. And why everybody's mad at this guy. I mean, can't we have a little fun? Do we have to be so serious? If we don't laugh at each other, we're all just going to end up being really, really angry and doing smash and grabs and stealing other people's cars. Oh, wait. We are doing that. jerseys down the hall. Oh, yeah. Kings of the school, man, where the boys are fall. Well, let's turn and face the stars and straps. It's Yes, sir, we want the ball. I miss high school football so much. I, I, if there is a mother out there that has a child that you think is going to start on varsity, please text me at 312-531-8900. I won't tell my girlfriend, I promise. I just want to be in those stands again. That video um, and that team, Naperville Central High School. Isn't that cool? Sean Payton was part of it. He, they're, they're good friends, he and Kenny Chesney. They actually look like the same people. And I uh, play that because uh, I did misspeak. I said earlier that that was the Boys of Summer by Kenny Chesney, but it's actually the Boys of Fall. And John from Bridgeport was quick to say, hey, Ray, you are wrong. Hi, John. How are you, sir? I'm well, pal. How are you? Okay, a couple things. If you want to watch high school football this upcoming season, watch the Chicago Catholic League. 
Mount Carmel, Brother Rice, Rita, and the rest are going to be—they're going to be knocking each other out to see who could be more dominant. Well, so, Mount, Mount Carmel's interesting. I watched my Batavia Bulldogs play Mount Carmel in—I believe it was the second round—and I think they got like fourteen untimed plays, which was—it was—it was interesting. Oh, it was interesting. Yeah, that's—I'm uh, kind of biased for Brother Rice, and uh, Mount Carmel should have never won that game, but they well, did, and it's. Uh, it's a moot point now at this point. But a couple things I want to bring to your attention. Um, Boys of Summer was Don Henley. Correct. I give him the credit. Correct. And, um, and I was actually, all, that song we that, that we bounced back with, that was Boys of Fall. So uh, Boys of Fall is by Chesney. So, okay, next correct. next on your items. All right, two, two things here. Kim Fox. I don't know if my sample of my population is correct here, but I don't think she had support anywhere. In any, in any of the Hispanic or Asian communities, in addition to some of the African-American communities. So I'm trying to – I don't have the empirical evidence to back this up, but I think election integrity does come into play here on this one. Well, you know, I, th- no way- I think Go what ahead. happens is when, when you have big dollars behind you and people aren't paying attention and – they they go to the booths and they've you know they know who they're going to vote for with the big ones whether that's president uh, you know governor whatever and they, they they know the big ones but then I think what happens is when they beat you over the head with commercial after commercial after commercial and there's big money invested in elections with the likes of uh, George Soros's fundraising I think that's how you get Kim Fox elected and not only elected but reelected but I think I gotta think with these numbers that we're seeing. That uh, there's going to have to be a comeuppance and a come to Jesus with uh, uh, the carjackings, the murders, the uh, shootings in Chicago. I mean, the number of uh, shootings that that, uh, we talked about this morning with Anthony Napolitano, and I don't know if you heard, but we'll have it back up in a podcast later on today. 4,500 shootings in Chicago. I mean, my God. Come on, man. Well, you know, 10 years ago, they coined the phrase Chirac, and now it's gotten past that even. And. I, I I just I just don't think that she had the popular support to win this past this past uh, year well, or last year. You know and, what? Results have ahead. consequences, John. Results have uh, results have consequences in elections, and I think I think we're going to see that. You know, but here being that it's just a, a day after, uh, you know, a couple of days after Christmas. Really, let's just focus on the songs. Boys of fall, boys of summer. and catchers report in like no time at all so spring i hope uh, you know hope spring's eternal that's uh you see that's why that's why michael gray is handling the the, the precious equipment in there that's what a union guy does he just that's a, he was the first scratch mixer here it was uh michael gray and the fabulous five on wlsam 890 back before all that stuff went over to the dreaded fm signal <laughs> And your wife or you or whoever does the shopping. And in our family there with uh, with uh, myself and the Gina, we, we, we split it up. Uh, sometimes she orders, sometimes I do. I usually get it, uh, go to the Target. You you uh, you park there in, uh, you know, spot number two. You give them the code. Boom, they load it into your vehicle. That seems to be the way people shop these days. Um, Nick, are you a... Uh, are you a guy that still goes to the store, or do you go uh, just log on and have it all delivered into the uh, bag? No, I still go into this. I want to see it, and, you know, it's nice to see the pictures online and get an idea, but yeah. I want to see that it's, you know, it's not a piece of junk. There's, uh, Yeah, no, I get it, too, and, and, and she she 
brought home Brussels sprouts, and, and I know that that sounds gross, mm-hmm. but she has a way of cooking Brussels sprouts so you like it, and it still Butter. keeps all the nutrients in there. No, a lot of garlic, a lot of okay. oil, you know. Uh, but uh, you know, when I say oil, I'm talking, you know, extra virgin olive oil because virgin's just not good enough. You've mm. got to get extra. And, uh, and, 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 you know, she does the same thing with Brussels sprouts. I mean, it's ridiculous. And, and, and it's, but these, but these, but I'm sorry, the, uh, the Brussels sprouts were so bad. I mean, it, it smelled like, you know, like my dad was just in the bathroom. I mean, I said, what the hell happened in this house? She's like, everything I bought Brussels sprout wise from the uh, local target was junk. So I just threw them out. And I said, well, don't you have to take them back? She goes, no, I'll just tell them and they'll, they'll refund me because they're good like that. But I do find that shopping at Target when I'm not at the uh, local place is okay. Um, but uh, today is a big day to shop. A lot of lot of deals going on. Um, a lot of deals, a lot of returns. So lot you return something you don't like and pick something up at you know, half price. Maybe. But there's, there's a couple things that caught my eye here. Hum Nutrition offering 50% off their first orders of 29 bucks or more with the code New Year. My kid... I don't know what he takes as far as workout supplements and things like mm-hmm. that, but his veins start pop- popping out of his head, and this kid can move around weight. And that's not the stuff he gets from Uncle Jamie. This is the stuff that's supposed to be good for you. It's the yeah. stuff you'll get from Uncle Jamie. You won't see that. You, you're going to have big biceps, but your kids are going to have some issues <laughs> down the line. <laughs> well, that's my grandson, Connor Jr. He's got a fish gill coming out of his head, but look at his biceps. <laughs> my God. Kid can, kid's got big arms, and he can swim up a damn river. You wouldn't believe it. But uh, here's one that, uh, n- you know, a Natural Vitality, offering 30% off items with their code 22NEW1. But I can get all that Natural Vitality stuff right here in the, uh, in the commissary at WLSAM 890. Right. <laughs> but here's one I find as I get older, guys, I might need. Tushy Bodets or Bodets are having a Christmas crunch sale. You get free shipping with the code Holiday Bidet. <laughs> I used to never know what the hell one of those were. My buddy Fritz van Dijs and his family straight off, straight from from uh, Germany. They had them in their house, oh. and uh, we would have parties at <laughs> we'd have parties at the house and go, "Hey, look at this!" And then you'd you'd step on the pedal, and the damn bidet would hit the ceiling. <laughs> Parents would come home from vacation needing to get the damn ceiling drywall fixed. <laughs> you boys sure in that bathroom a long time, <laughs> <laughs> but it feels so good. all right already already there the bears back in contention to be kings of the nfc norris division i'm i'm crapping you as they used to say there on the on that sports station who are you crapping oh i love this guy man i i don't know you're the you know what does it say about a guy of my ilk when you're the only guy i know that's graduated from harvard no. <laughs> <laughs> ah, the once you know, really back when the Bears were a great team and they won on a regular basis, he was there. He was uh, he was working the gridiron in the trenches. Oh, your daughter just showed up on WGN. Yeah, she keeps flashing by. <laughs> wow, we let me tell you something. Your wife must be beautiful. Yes, she is. I'm blessed. <laughs> yeah. I got to tell you, I, you know what? Every now and then, though, I, I find some some unique handsomeness in you too, and I'm not just saying that either. Well, you know, I thought of myself as a very handsome man. Oh, you know <laughs> in a manly way, of course. It's Dan Jiggets. Dan Jiggets, our our friend that uh, checks in from time to time to talk a little bit of Chicago Bears. Uh, there she is again. Um, if you don't know, it's Lauren Jiggets. Uh, she works over there on uh, TV Channel Nine. She's lovely. Yeah, but, I mean, uh, 
I want WGN. <laughs> yeah, we try not to say WGN because there's also a radio station. In, that, oh, that's right. That's yeah, right. My bad. Yeah, yeah. that was like me on the back in the day on the score saying you know, something about. <laughs> It's WMVP. Oh, there you go again. Oh, are you, do you mean to tell me? Do you mean to tell me there are other radio stations on the dial? Oh my goodness! That's a surprise, isn't it? Oh, hold on. There she is on TV again. Sorry. <laughs> Somebody turns uh, uh, Channel Nine off because I keep seeing Lauren, buddy. Uh, I want to talk about yesterday, and and you know it's hard to to get invested in a team like this, and I I don't want to bust on Matt Nagy because he seems like an okay guy and everything, but. Man, yesterday, it was cool to see guys out there working and not quitting. And I have to think that uh, the the first guy that comes to mind when I talk about no quit is Nick Foles. This guy just, if he just, you tell him he can't do it and he can't hear you. He'll just keep coming at you. Well, you know, he showed that. That's why he was the MVP of, what, Super Bowl 52? Yeah. Uh, he's one of those guys that never gives up on himself, which is kind of, you know, fascinating in the game where, you know, everybody is supposed to really believe in themselves. Uh, he's a guy that apparently he has a great deal of confidence in his, his ability. And, you know, when he's called upon, he comes out and, and delivers. Uh, you know, whether or not he's, you know, your answer from, you know, from the standpoint of being your guy to go all the way through a season with, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but for what he's accomplished in his, in his career in the National Football League, uh, I think most quarterbacks would say, yeah, I'd, I'd love to do that. <laughs> Talking with uh, Dan Jiggits here on WLS about the uh, the big Bears win yesterday, and we know that it doesn't mean a lot, but a win's a win. It's good to see people work hard. I guess the next question I would have to ask you is, I know Lauren's not your only daughter. Are your other family members this pretty as well? Oh, my daughter Kristen is yeah. equally as, as beautiful, yes, okay. Okay. and equally as intelligent. <laughs> You are. You really are. I mean, really, you run a tight ship over there. You, you know, you've done a lot of things right. You know, how cool is it for a guy like you to play for such a great organization? And whether they win or not, the Bears are a storied, great organization. The McCaskies are, are a pretty darn good family. And Virginia McCaskey seems like a lovely lady. But you, um, you know, outside of when you played for them, you've, you've had so much. This town has given you so much, isn't it? When this town loves you, they, they will continue to do so. It's, yeah, they it's, really will. It's amazing. You know, and it's been the kind of, um, you know, uh, relationship. When I first got here uh, back in 1976, uh, I was told by some, some veterans, some guys that have been around a while, that, uh, you know, if, if you give to this town, this town will give back to you, and it, and it certainly has for me. I've been uh, really blessed. I never thought I'd be here this long, you know, in, in terms of uh, you know, the number of years I've been in Chicago. Uh, but uh, it's been tremendous. It's been a great ride, and, and I'm very thankful and appreciative to all of the folks here who, uh, you know, have uh, at least put up with me. <laughs> you, you know, the, the, the story is is that Nagy gave a, a rousing pregame speech to his to his team you know, talking about you know you, you, your cup's full. You got to go out there and you got to empty and you got to you know you got to do it for your 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 brothers. You got to do it for you know for the organization. Mm-hmm. And, and they and they rose up to that. Do you do you think that that there's something lost within this generation of people that play for this organization that don't maybe understand what you just talked about? That if a Justin Fields or a Montgomery or any of these guys know that if they make it to greatness, that they're you know, they never have to buy another meal or a drink in this town again. Well, you know, I think that there are a lot of guys that do. Uh, I think that one of the hardest things, and particularly now with, you know, the movement of players, uh, which was something we unfortunately didn't have the ability to do back back in the day. Uh, you know, the only way you moved is when you got released, <laughs> basically. <laughs> uh, but, you know, I think that sometimes, you know, uh, guys don't see it as home. 
Uh, and uh, it's interesting to see when somebody does decide that, you know, this is going to be their home. And then they'll, you know, this is where they're going to put down roots even after they're finished playing. I think you see a, a different kind of a performance out of those guys because they realize that they're playing for Chicago. They're not just playing for the name on the back of the jersey. Uh, and, and that's, uh, I think, something that's important to try to establish with, the, with your football team. As for what Matt might have said uh, yesterday on pregame or, you know, Saturday night, uh, I suppose that that's the message that uh, I've heard a few times in my, during my career was that, you know what, you come down to the end of the season and things aren't working out the way that you'd hoped that they would. Uh, you have to realize that there's something out there to play for, and it's number one, uh, as I said before, to play for the, you know, the name, as the coaches used to say, that's on the front of the jersey, and to understand that these opportunities don't always come around uh, to everyone. And, you know, when you have it, you better take advantage of it. And there's going to be, you know, different players on this team next year. And, and, I, think, I think that that's what they have to understand is go out there and lay everything on the line because you never know what's going to happen next. And, and, and if, you know, just to talk about, you know, this whole, this, this, this thing, this, this, you know, it's a, it's a luxury to play for the NFL. It's, it, you know, you only get so many years if you're a gifted athlete that you can do this. But if a guy like you, you can take it, you can turn it into a TV career, you can turn it into a radio career. And the amount of endorsements you can get playing in Chicago versus mm-hmm. – you know, playing up the street in Green Bay. I mean, yeah. you know, a guy like Aaron Rodgers can get, uh, you know, the big car deal and he can get some of the national things, but there's not a lot left for the rest of the guys. In Chicago, there's so much. So being in a city like this can pay you uh, accoutrements uh, that are, that, that, you know, you can't get in a smaller yeah. town. Yeah, but, you know, I guess the thing, too, we have to remember is, is you go back and look back on the way things used to be, uh, and, and thank goodness things have changed. Is that you know with the, you know a player in today's game, uh, he can make enough you know playing the game and playing it well um, to not have to you know concern himself with all those things later on in life. Yeah. Uh, but the, the 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 true thing though is that you know money is one thing, and then you know that's obviously something that's just kind of nice to have. Yeah, it works uh, out. Yeah. But, uh, but the also that special feeling that you know uh, that you have in, in a connection with the city is something that you know can't be duplicated and can't be. Uh, you know, uh, uh, there's no remuneration for something like that. And I, I think that that's where, you know, you see some guys are just special that way and, and want to be here and want to be a part of it uh, that you have to appreciate. And they want to be a part of it for the rest of their lives. Sorry, I was uh, I was listening, and then your daughter came back on the TV, and <laughs> there I went again. You don't really, and that's what you get when you talk to Jan, Dan Jiggett. You're not going to get this out of a Matt Nagy. Renumeration. See, that's that Harvard thing talking, and, and that's those big words. I'm going to look that up, and I'm going to learn what you were saying to me yeah. here in okay. just a little bit. Give me. You know what it is when contract guys <laughs> come around. Boy, I haven't had one of those in a while. Yeah, I hear you, man. Dan, Dan, give us. You know, I was, I was, I did a hit the other morning on, on. Uh, Fox National News, and they asked me if I had hope for our city, and I said, "Go ahead, I'm sorry." (laughs) I said, "I said they asked me if I had hope for our city, and I said, absolutely, I do." I said, "It's a great city, and it's going to be okay." I said, "I even think the Bears are going to be okay," and they all kind of laughed at me. Tell me why we should believe that the Bears are going to be okay next year? Well, you know, as long as there's a tomorrow, things are going to work out. That's the way you have to look at it, man. And just uh, you know, put your head down and do the work. You know, and I hope that that's what happens up in 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 Lake Forest is. uh, you know, people start putting their heads down and, and realizing that there's a lot of work to be done, uh, and it's not lip service. It's just, you know, get to work uh, and, and, and turn this thing around. There's some pieces there, uh, but uh, I'm telling you, you know, smart decisions have to be made. 
uh, and that goes top to bottom. Uh, and you got to find uh, a formula in terms of people who are going to coach this team to, to, to coach it the right way and get guys to, to, to buy in on the front end and, and, and lay it on the line for this, for this club. That's what you have to have. And it's not to say that certain guys you know, ha- don't have that. It's that sometimes it's the direction. I'll never forget when, when Mike Dicker walked in the, the front door, the coach. Coach, that guy. We're going to get there. He said, but some of you guys, you know, you won't be here. I was one of them, by the way. Uh, but he told us he said, that, that was the direction. That was oh. laid out. That was straightforward. It was no joke, you know. And I think that, the, you know, the next guy that comes in here has got to kind of pass that same message sure. along that, you know, we're going to get there. But, you know, like I said, some guys, you know what, if you, if you don't have what it takes, We'll find somebody else that does. Well, you know what? I, I'm going to take stock in what you said. You said, tomorrow, tomorrow, I love you tomorrow. You're always a day away. That's the way I... Only a day away. That's oh, right. <laughs> there's, there she is again on TV. Hey, Dan, I always appreciate you spending time. We will send the uh, WLS party gifts uh, for you for being on today. That's oh, a, no doubt. No doubt. <laughs> it's a, a KQX uh, hat and, uh, and a T-shirt. Uh, buddy, thanks for your expertise. Uh, well uh, wishes to you and your family in the new year. I always appreciate uh, you being on with us. Well, thanks, Ray. The same to you and, and yours, man. And I hope everyone had a Merry Christmas. I know there's a lot of things that everybody's dealing with right now, but uh, just remember to be kind to one another. Buddy, there you go, man. That, that's all it comes down to. I appreciate you, man. It's always good to, to be able to talk to a childhood hero on the childhood radio station that I grew up listening to. I'm a blessed man. You have a good day, pal. Thanks, man. And good luck on that 50,000-watt uh, Blowtorch. <laughs> We're gonna. You know what? I got this thing firmly in my grip, and I'm We're, gonna navigate. That's it. Just keep it, man, and rip, and rip the knob off. All right. Oh, uh, rip it off. All right, Dan. Dan Jiggets on WLSAM 890. Well, we're just about ready to get out of here for a, a Monday, but I wanted to leave you today with a uh, with a. You know what? The theme of our show has been glasses half full, the cups half full. That's all by way of uh, the Matt Nagy talk that he gave his team. So let me play something here for you real quick. The DJ in me wants to talk this up, but I'm going to hold off. His name is Lexi Hayden, and I want to give you a little background on how I came to know Lexi Hayden. Um, Gina goes down to Nashville. She loves going to Nashville. We're music heads. Um, as you may or may not know, my, uh, my daughter uh, went to Belmont. She was going to sing. She had it all. She was the triple threat. And then, you know, the music business freaked her out. It scared her a little bit. And it will do that. It will do that especially to young ladies, and I hate that. So when I see somebody that's got it, and I know she's got it, and I can take and put her on WLS and introduce you to her, well, then why wouldn't I do that? Her name is Lexi Hayden, and that song is pretty damn close. Good morning, Lexi. Good morning. Did I, did, did I wake you up too early today? Because you singers, you're out, you're out singing till 4 or 5 in the morning, living it up, and then, you know, this is, this is, yeah. this is early I'm for you. Just, I'm not a big morning person, but I'm happy to be here. But I was I was talking about how how I got to know you. you know, Gina comes back from Nashville. She's like, you know, you've got to you got to listen to this 
young lady we heard at the listening room. And when you go to, to Nashville and you go there and a lot of people, you know, are going to go this year on vacation or go to Music City to do up, go up and down Broadway, go to places like um, uh, Tootsie's, nah, not Tootsie's, but the listening room, the listening room and, uh, uh, you, you know, the Loveless Cafe, if you can get in. Um, but, you know, she came back and she told me about you and I started listening and I thought, wow, you got it. And then... You came to town. You played Rosemont with a friend of mine, Phil Vassar. What does it mean for a young artist like you to be able to go out on a tour like that? That, that those are my favorite shows. Those are the best. And Phil is such a good guy, and he, I think, also knows talent. And when he believes in somebody, he really takes them all the way with him. And so I am so grateful to him. And not only have I toured with him, but, you know, he's just um, opened a lot of um, doors for me and helped me out in a lot of ways. And those shows give me so many new fans. It's It's been so amazing. I've been out with him um, three or four times now, and each time is just better than the last. Lexi Hayden is her name. Her song is uh, pretty damn close. You can download that three, four, 15 times today. I'm sure she wouldn't mind. Um, Lexi, they call Nashville a ten-year time, a ten-year town. From the time you get there to the time you may have some success. How long have you been playing the clubs and beating around Nashville? Well, I've been there for um, six and a half years now. August of 2015, I moved there right after college, and I really, I really spent the first, I think, two to three years just playing every writer's round that ever happened in Nashville and meeting every songwriter that I ever could. And then from there, you kind of like learn who your people are, who you vibe with, who you write the best songs with, you start recording and, and it, you know, you just have to be so patient. And um, that's what I have been. Yeah, this is going to sound goofy. But when I hear somebody like you say, you know, I, I, I sat down in every writer round. It, you know, you, people that you vibe with. It gives me a little bit of a chill because that's how music gets made. Everything starts, every song, every artist, it all starts with a song. And I know that's a big a big phrase that gets thrown around in Nashville a lot. But but for you, is a, who gave you, you your fearlessness? Because to be a young lady in that town and to work it like you have, and now you're starting to see success, and I have no doubt that you're going to make it because it's, it's songs like uh, Pretty Damn Close are just so good, and it's what pop and it's what country radio are all about nowadays who gave you your your fearlessness to to tackle such a daunting city and to take it on and and start to do it man you're there man i have no idea i literally think i was just born this way like i never wanted to stay here in my hometown i i always knew i was going to end up in nashville i never wanted a simple life and there's really no one in my family that has branched out and gone out to do, I mean, my family's obviously doing great things, but no one left home and went that far. I just think that I wanted something so different for myself and I'm, you know, I could, I'll never turn back. You know, that's, this is what I'm doing. This is my life. And I love every second of it. Well, you know, you have to, you know, you have to be 10 foot tall and, and bulletproof to, to steal an old Travis Tritt song, but you really, you know, you have to have things roll off you because I, I don't, I imagine you're just like any young, you know, lady that I have in my, my life, my daughters, one is 18, one's 25. And, and, you know, they could get 15 good comments or I could say 1500 good comments on an Instagram post or something that they did and if somebody said one thing wrong that's the one they would focus on and i get so concerned 
for for young ladies, whether you're you know in the music business or whether you're just forging your way working at a local diner, that you got to focus more on the good and 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 to you know to to not because there's so many naysayers out there. How do you get past some of the negativity? Because there's a lot of people that want to see you not make it. I've been pretty blessed. Um, I think maybe the most negative app out there, which I really don't even have that much negativity, is TikTok. I I don't. I mean, YouTube, yes, I was a big YouTuber mm-hmm. in high school, and I would see some negative comments on there. And, I mean, I just think you just have to get over it. And these people don't have a life. And, you know, there's way more positive comments than there are negative. Well, you, you know what? Kinda... When you come back, and I know you'll be back in Chicago soon, I'm going to make sure that we uh, garner up a crowd and come see you. Because remember the name, Lexi Hayden. H-A-Y-D-E-N. Log on, find out about her, download her song today, and uh, and uh, you you uh, you have just got it. And uh, and uh, you know, I thought I thought my my girl, you know, Gina's got a good ear for music. I trust what she says. But uh, after seeing you in concert with Phil Vassar, and and I just wanted to have you on because you know you deserve to be on a station like this with a lot of people to get your uh, to get your, uh, your your word out there. And I wanted to play your song too because I love it. Oh well, thank you so much for having me. And supporting me. And thank you, Gina, for spreading the word. You got it. And I, I know I'm out there. And, and, and speaking of YouTube, I know I'm on one of your YouTube, uh, 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 you know, uh, music things you did because I walked up and I jumped right in it. And you were like, who's this guy? But let's yeah, see. you're the best part. You're the best part <laughs> I'll stop it. Hey, it's, it's, uh, it's good to have you on the radio. We've got a cutter there for today, but I'm going to have you back again. I wish you much success. You're doing it. You're stout. You're good. You got it. Thank you so much for having me. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Thanks, Lexi. That's Lexi Hayden. Check out her song. It is called Pretty Damn Close. Nice to have her on as a guest. Hey, we're out of here for today. Back tomorrow. Take care of yourself.